The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. All right. Wow, it has been a long time. It has been a long time, but we are back. We are back. We're finally able to record. Um, so I hope everybody's good to go. Um, Tom, what are you drinking? Are you? Uh, I got, you got this your uh, Crystal Light uh, lemonade thing. Mm, that's really going to get you going. You ready? You're, you're pumped? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Travis, are you good? What are you drinking? You ready? You revved up? Yeah, I've got my honey green tea in my Mario Brothers coffee cup because mm. I'm a uh, man child. Well, look at you. Sexy. All right. I'm hitting the button. We, 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 we're three guys who like to talk and So we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis down with talk and I'm not lying, but I'm pretty sure Travis was yawning easily half of that song. Like you, your mouth opened <laughs> in the middle, and I was surprised you were done by the end of the song. I was, <laughs> that was not such yawning. I was doing yawn. vocal warm ups. That's your, what that was. <laughs> just one open mouth the whole time. But oh, all right, well, we are here. It is episode forty-two. Forty-two. We're we're cruising right along. Um, first and foremost, we are so sorry, listeners, for the delay. Um, it has, what is it? We recorded a while ago. Like it was at least a month ago. And why were we delayed? Yeah. Well, for like two, it was like for the first two weeks after we released, there was like no news. There was nothing. We were still waiting on Venom. Nothing. There was nothing. So we were talking, we're like, is it worth recording? It really wasn't, there really wasn't anything. There really wasn't anything to talk about. So we're like, oh, we'll give it another week. You two shot me down. What? Did we? I wanted Tom to wanted to record. No, no, no. I did not shoot Tom down because that's Tom true. Is a it was beauty. Joel. It mm. was. Yeah, it was Joel. Joel. We <laughs> were supposed to record a week and a half ago, and Joel's He's like, like, you know, I live a busy life here. I have Joel with <laughs> yeah. friends. Uh, I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. interview Keith Owen or somebody. No, it's uh, what it is. And then tonight, <laughs> freaking diva, we're here on time mm-hmm. for the time that he told us to be here. And hey I was guys, like, I'm going to be late. Yeah, my dog's got to go to bed. I got to put my dog to bed. I got to put it's the true. kids to bed and deal with a dog. Yes, my wife. Uh, my wife was real into the idea of getting a puppy, and even though our our son is three and still not sleeping through the night consistently, apparently this is the right time to add a puppy into our life. Um, <laughs> and we have a five year old daughter as well. So um, if you can't if you can't judge by the or, or, or tell by the sarcasm, don't do that. Don't add a puppy <laughs> when you don't have consistent sleep. It was it was it was a mistake, but um, I feel like my my voice. I, I let my opinion. I, I shared my thoughts on it before we got a dog, and um, you know, I feel like it. They were they were received, but maybe not taken to heart. I don't know, Tom. Do you have, do you know anything about that? You, you know, you're almost as tired as Travis's camera. Travis's camera, who just I mean, which is already out. Yeah. It sounds like Joel that you have a lot of authority in your ho- mm. in your house. Is yeah. what it sounds like. We we were on a ship. It's a 50-50, you know, kind of ship of we both you know carry the load and make sure we're 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 pulling our weight here. But um, there are certain decisions that really don't feel fifty fifty. But um, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyways, so we have a dog now. Yep. And I had to deal with the dog and, and here we are, but Hey, we're here. We're here. We're finally here. Um, so if Joel goes missing Tom for the next month 
again. It just means that his wife <laughs> listens to this podcast. Well, okay. Or, so, or his dog is lost. And so he's he's sort of the dog. He probably gets the golf yeah. cart out and just goes around. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll see how far I can get on one charge of a golf cart. I'll get about, whatever, four miles, and then that'll be me running away. Um, uh, I The record button is going, by the way. Where yeah, I know I made oh, the cool. mistake. Oh, cool. We're recording. Yes, we're doing All well. right, good. Um, awesome. But no, there was there wasn't a ton of news, and then there was, and then there was a lot of travel. There was a lot of travel between like I had tr- uh, a family thing that I was traveling for, and then you guys both had tournaments. That I mean, it was just I think even like didn't like Super Series even happen in the last month? I mean, it was oh like, yeah, Super Series has already happened, Joel. Yeah, not Super Series, but there was the huge <laughs> thing in District eighty two. Yeah, Penberg. Penberg no, happened. <laughs> what was the huge thing? The summer, summer something. Summer, summer, summer series. Su- yeah, the summer something. You're, summer something. Summer something. <laughs> yeah, it's, a big, right. it's a you're big. It's a big old. Yep, Great job, yep, yep. Joel. There was a bunch of people that went to it. I, I know that yeah, was something which Tom's I, like, which I had to miss. <laughs> well, you did, didn't you? Have like wedding anniversary or something? Yeah, no. Yeah, a wedding anniversary. No, my nephew was getting married. Oh well, I remember seeing a picture of you in a tie, so I just assumed, but. Um, but no, that was like a whole week thing though. You're like, yeah, I can't do anything from Tuesday to the following Monday. I mean, it was like, yeah, so I get it. Anyways, that's all of our excuses. It's been a long time, but here no, we are. That's We're all of Joel's here. excuses. Tom and I would have recorded, but our overlord is like, no. I said, you're welcome <laughs> to do it. And Travis is like, you think I'm going to figure out Zoomcaster? You can't even figure out your camera. There's zero okay, chance. That is true. That's zero true. chance. <laughs> Zero chance, but so anyways, Venom, right? Here we are. Yeah. So let's look at our list. Venom is really the main thing. What is what has happened to us in the last few weeks? Venom is the main thing. But I do want to. I, w- I want to side tangent before we got dive into Venom because, um, and I want to talk about this machine right here behind me. I have a Rick and Morty. I have a Rick and Morty here behind me, and um, there is was that a actually getting played since you have a Venom right behind okay, your head. It was getting played a lot before I got Venom. How? Okay. But. Rick and I Morty. Like how Joel's like, there's this new pinball machine out. We're going to well, talk about I, it. But I don't want to forget. I let's don't want to forget about this one that came out three and a half years if ago. If you look at our <laughs> list, our list has four points, and Rick and Morty is none of them. Exactly. So I want to so make what sure. What are you doing right now? <laughs> I want to talk about. I think this pin. Okay, Tom. Freaking has diva, this Tom. Pin. We we do I, all this I pre-production do stuff, Maybe and we can't even Tom. get the number one. <laughs> Maybe I just talk to Tom. You know. Okay, that's that's fine. Travis, work on your camera or whatever, you know? You're right. (laughs) (laughs) He moves the mic away. I want to talk about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I I was borrowing a Spider-Man. We talked about Spider-Man. Spider-Man Vault Edition was the last. uh, We talked about that, and that ruffled some feathers. Um, Well, that Spider-Man was sold, so I had a big open spot in in my lineup, and I needed something until Venom showed up. And a buddy of mine in the area had a Rick and Morty, and he was like, sure, borrow it. Have a great time. My buddy Chris, and he actually streamed it the night we streamed the game. I've only played Rick and Morty a handful of times. Every time I've played it at a show, it's either been down or it's in a broken state. Or if I've played it on location, <laughs> it's it's brutal. Like I just I get one or two games in and that's it. So I just haven't really had much time on this. Now that I actually have it in the house and actually been playing it. These guys, these guys, what are you doing? What? <laughs> what? I'm just watching I'm Tom. Travis react. You guys are just looking at each other, laughing. You know, 
If that's, I, I thought you were going to gush over this pen. Then all of a sudden, I said it was broken. I said all my experience before. All my experience before was negative. But now that it's okay. here and it's working, <laughs> and I actually have a chance to put time on it, now it's possible. This right? game's really fun. Yes, There's it your is. Pop, I agree. You, know, you just gotta wait. You just gotta okay. wait Imagine a second. Imagine a game working. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think we we should probably clarify that, right? That a that a working pinball machine is typically better. Than a broken one. Oh, you haven't played they, Thunderbirds. Well, this okay. is a message to yeah. all you operators out there. Make yeah. sure your games yeah. are actually working. Yeah. For People Joel. prefer that. People prefer that. Yeah, they do. Um, same thing with tournament players. Tournament players prefer games that are working well compared but to just turn- junky games. Tournament players prefer that every fucking switch in the game works. And <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't. We won't get into that. Okay, so Rick and Morty, oh, why, is, why is Rick and Morty great? And and what I will tell you is um, the game is clunky. That's my negative. The game is clunky. But once you accept that, that the game, is, the layout of the game is clunky and it's going to be a challenge. Once you accept that and get past that, the the code of the game is actually a lot of fun. The modes in the game are a lot of fun. They're very unique. And the overall theme and like it, it is Rick and Morty to a T like it's the, it, the immersion of the game and the, the integration of the game's hilarious. And that's, well, that's the last part is it's freaking hilarious. It is such a fun and funny game to play. Travis, you're really stuck on a thought. You've been like stuck on it for <laughs> 10 seconds now. So you're saying mm. if you get past the bad parts, mm-hmm. the pin is fun. I would say most people, when they step up to a pinball machine on location, they're not going to hear it. And typically mm-hmm. when you're playing pinball, it's hard to look at this LCD. So mm-hmm. what are you experiencing initially? You're experiencing the shots, you're experiencing the layout, and you typically experience like the brutality. So if you put a dollar into the game and you drain very quick, it doesn't matter how great the game is, you're going to be like, this game sucks, and you're going to move to the next game. That to me is this game is a challenging layout, but when you have it in your house and you're not having to pump money into it and you can just keep playing and you can start to learn where some of these challenging shots are, that's when the game really opens up and becomes a lot of fun. And it's, I think some people don't have the patience or the money to keep putting quarters or dollars into a game to get past that challenging point. Like I think Turtles, I think Turtles gets a bad rap because I think Turtles, people play Turtles and they're like, this game sucks because it's too hard and they never get far enough to actually experience the code or the whatever. But Rick and Morty, I think it's, that's, I mean, that's why like a Keith Elwin game, you can just step up to it and it shoots well. And so people are immediately finding satisfaction in the game and they're going to keep playing it. And then, then they start to experience the code and the, all the other good stuff. But if a game shoots poorly or is very challenging, it's hard to get people past that initial barrier. Is that, I mean, I'm not wrong on that. Right. I mean, I, I, I mean, we'll, we can give you validation if you want validation. I just don't know That's anymore. I just, for. I look at your face and it just, it's just there. And I'm I just listening. don't know what, you know, what you're going to do. Show I'm trying not emotion, to interrupt. I'm oh. listening intently. Mm. Okay. Because I what appreciate are, your view on Rick and Morty. <laughs> Joel, I've been, I've been watching a lot of uh, lawyer TV. So um, I'm going to, uh, what about Avengers? A lot of people don't like Avengers and that game shoots like butter. Yeah, but I think I think people give it enough time, like they give it enough time to like, okay, I'm shooting, I'm shooting shots, but I don't know what I'm doing. 
but I feel like there are certain games, Turtles is one of them, and I think Rick and Morty is one of them where they're like, or even like Star Wars, like Star Wars, some of the brutality of that layout, even in the plunge where you immediately drain, they're just like, that ball, I, I don't even, or Ghostbusters, you know, it's like, it all happened so fast, and I don't know if I want to put another dollar in and lose the ball in 10 seconds. Like, I, I just, it's like, they can't get past that. And so that to me is, I just... I was I've been really impressed with the game and the big part of it is if you're a Rick and Morty fan it does Rick and Morty incredibly well. It is really funny. The game is really really funny. The call outs, the fact that they got Justin Rowland, I think is the guy's name, to actually do a gazillion call outs that are pinball specific. It just you'll hear things that you as you're playing it over the course of a few hours that you, you know, unique call outs that are just really funny. And how's, then the modes. Uh, the, how's Justin Rowland doing now? Not good. Not good. Is it Justin <laughs> Rowland or Dan Dan Hard? I think it's Justin Rowland. I yeah. think it's yeah, Justin Yeah, I don't Rowland. think he's going to be coming back to do any uh, yeah, call-outs for the new code updates or anything. But the other thing about that game is the modes are great. Like, the modes are very unique. They feel like they're just, they feel different every single one you play. And I really like that. I really like mode-based games that the modes are unique and fun. And, and then... Uh, the other thing I love about it is the dimensions. The dimensions are the fact that as you're playing the game, dimensions completely change the game, whether it's the lighting or the sound or how things score or like ramps don't work or this doesn't work. And it just makes everything feel different every time you play. And that that to me, I think what's tough with a pinball machine is if it starts to get old or you feel like you're just doing the same thing over and over again that's when people typically get sick of a game and I just really like the variety that's in that game. So my overall view is I I'm just, I'm really glad I've had it this long because I think it's gotten a bad rap, but I understand for some people that own it and still own it. I, I understand why. And like Tom, you still own yours. I'm and I remember asking, right now. Yeah. I remember asking like, why do you, why do you own it? And I'm curious what your thought is. It's not Halloween, Joel. <laughs> well, you don't, there's nothing in your, your, you know, your life contract of, I have to own a spooky game. And so this is the best of the worst. Oh, like, I, I, don't, I, I really like the theme and I like the shots on it and the brutality of it mm-hmm. and it keeps me entertained. So I, that's why I keep it around. Yeah. Well, I, and I don't blame you. I'm just saying if, if it, it sucks though, because I think on location, um, if you, if you can't, force yourself to keep playing to get better at the shots. And if you can't hear it, if you can't hear the game, like the, the humor is so good in this game and you got to be able to hear it. And that's, that's one thing I I hate about location play is certain locations are just so loud that you just totally miss out on an audio package of a game. And that can really impact the overall experience. Um, But I don't know for me, I'm, I'm very impressed with Rick and Morty. I've really enjoyed having it. And that's the end of my tangent. And he, I, I, Travis, you said uh, before we started recording that it was you had one, but you were so far down on the list that you actually sold your spot just because you played a ton of it on location. I mean, what was your what was your feeling or view of it when you? I enjoyed it. It's by far my most favorite spooky. It doesn't to me. Whenever I play it, it doesn't feel like a spooky. If that makes sense, it just it feels like it's kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the shots for what they are. They are challenging. It's not the best layout ever because mm-hmm. there, there is a lot of clunk there. But for me personally, I kind of like that just because it makes something challenging. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that type of challenge. Plus, I like the show. I watched the show before and it was, you know, it was enjoyable. So 
Yeah. So any of the listeners that are Rick and Morty fans, like, and if that's a dream theme of yours, I, I think it's a fun game. And and I will tell you having the, the pop bumper in the down at the sling is awesome. It's really fun. I would love to see more unique stuff like that. Cause it's, it still feels like it still feels like a normal layout, but that it's it's enough of a change that it really feels unique. But the the other thing that really stands out to me though is the the magnet save or the the magnet ball save on the right instead of it just being like a black knight where you hit the button and it just goes on and it just grabs the ball. This it's like it's a pulse. So as you hold the ball down or the button down, it pulses the 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 magnet and you get a little more control with that. And the way you can like kind of slow the ball down or whip it back into play or i don't it just it's a really really fun feature uh, that i would love to see that, more uh, games. how about that stage ball uh fast oh yeah that, that got my brother so many times and it, it yeah. it's it's like we almost had to warn him like jared you're in this is like it, portal shot you know it's just i love it is it faster than the one on venom uh yes yes i would say it is but it, that's a great transition, unless anybody else, no. uh, you know, we'll just. Well, how how would you compare it to Halloween? <laughs> so, uh, Halloween, where it's like, where'd the ball go? Look around, look around, bleh, and it just kind of dribbles out. That's, and I don't, I mean, it's just, the, yeah, it's a complete stop and go elevator, just. So it's just, it's, it's unique because the layout and the rules, it just, it's totally different than what anything else Spooky has done. Yeah, in my opinion, I think that's what drives a lot of people to enjoy the game for what it is, because it just it just feels like its own thing Mm -hmm. and the assets and everything, at least with the theme, it just feels like it's integrated very well, too. I mean, anything you look at, it could always be better, of course, but for what it is, the way that they got the modes, the way that they have the dimensions, the sounds and the humor in it, too, I think that pulls it a long ways. That's to me, that's the most enjoyable parts of the game. I completely agree. The humor is that's something the more that I get into pinball, the games that typically draw me back are the ones that are going to make me laugh or the ones that I know are just fun, you know, and that fun factor is typically funny or humorous or something like, I mean, sure. Godzilla isn't like cracking jokes, but it's campy and it's just a fun, lighthearted theme kind of thing. Um, which is, which isn't like a dig on like Godfather, like Godfather, I enjoyed it, but Godfather is very just kind no, of Godfather's Godfather. hilarious. Ser- Godfather's. You, don't, you don't know the comedy in it? No, no, I'm not. I'm not following the comedy in Godfather. No. Um, before, you know, I should transition into Venom, but I'm going to just make one, you know, another side comment because we mentioned yep. Godfather. So Tom, you're a Godfather owner. You're not a CE owner, but JJP did release accessories. And so a topper, instead of two guys shooting at you with coils, you only get one. And then all the other, all the other CD, CE bells and whistles, you can get those, but instead of gold, they're silver. Do you care? (laughs) Is this, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's nice that they're offering it, but it's not something I'm going to get. No, you're not planning on getting any of them? Nope. I, I don't think so. I mean, they come as a package right now, so. What, I, what I've heard is, yes, they are sold to distributors as a package, but it is up to the distributor if they want to, like, open the package and start to sell things individually. But then it's, then you're up to the distributor on whether or not they get stuck with, you know, 
well, people wanted the topper, so now I'm stuck with three horsehead shooter knobs, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I you you are typically an LE buyer, and and in this situation, the LE, which is LE. the CE. Yeah, but this is the CE version. <laughs> I, I find the, it very the LE interesting. LE is like the standard version of the game. Correct. I'm saying you're typically an LE buyer in Stern World, so that's that would be the equivalent of the CE in J, JJP World. I just think it's very interesting that all the essentially all the bells and whistles that the CE had, they're basically selling to everybody else just with a color change. And I think some people probably prefer the silver over the gold. And I, I find that very unique. I mean, I know there was an argument with Cactus Canyon with the SE Plus that they're like, the whole reason I bought the LE is because the topper, nobody else could get that. And then now people can get that. So I, I'm trying to think of a, an equivalent there of, um, you know, if, if Stern sold... Well, this isn't this is this isn't the best you mean, like example. If they put because, a topper on the 60th anniversary of James Bond, and then no, all the exclusive of a sudden, topper, and then they is sold that what it. What you mean? Something yeah, like that. Sold it. Well, I was trying. Yes, that's that's a valid point. Um, but I'm trying to think. I mean, Ellie <laughs> in the Stern world is just different powder coat, and then the only thing that's exclusive is the mirrored back glass and the art blades. And so, if, well, if let's talk about the that. signature and the signature, <laughs> yes, and the signature. And so, so, you know, Stern has done, you know, first they did the, what, the 40th of uh, Elvira, was it? Something like yeah. that? Yep. And then they did the same thing with uh, with Jurassic Park with the 30th. I mean, in some respects, those are limited packages that they've changed. So they came out with a limited edition game but now they're coming out with something different that's limited edition. And I know JJP's done the same thing. You're not following me, Joel? No, I am. I'm just trying to... I Didn't Jurassic Park 30th come out like two days after we recorded? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, We I haven't talked so. about Jurassic Park 30th, have we? I don't think we have. I don't know. I have I one in did. my game room, though. I know. Travis owns one. A lot of fun. It plays just like Jurassic Park LE. Go figure. Hmm. <laughs> but the powder coat is different. Oh yeah, and the art package is different. Chef's kiss. I love why, the powder I mean, coat. why? Maybe that's a question. Uh, Travis is like, why? You know, why did you decide to buy the Jurassic Park 30th when premiums are available? Counterpoint. Why not? <laughs> How many discussions have you had in your marriage where you responded that way? <laughs> Where Monica asks you a Weekly. direct question <laughs> and, you respond with, and you respond with, why not? You never <laughs> self-implicate. You always uh, just reverse it. Uno yeah. reverse card on everything. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I got it because um, because my wife wanted the game. Oh, I, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I planned on getting a Jurassic Park premium uh, before. And mm -hmm. then when I realized that the 30th was coming out, I just... Waited, and then when it came out, said, "Okay, I'm gonna get this." But I did have to. I ended up giving up Avengers LE. So I never thought I would do, but I am getting Avengers Pro. So I figured that's a decent trade off, it's right a good there. Trade because I was just thinking about which direction do I want to go with this, and I realized that my Avengers LE, I had it basically set up like a pro. Because you had the subway sub turned off. Yeah, the subway was broke for a long time, and then I just left it on just to play like a pro in general. And the only difference, differences were the Captain Marvel ramp and then the Ant-Man scoop. And that was about it. 
Oh, you so, didn't even do the saw. So- oh, because the subway's off, so the saucer doesn't even go up and down. Well, Not it the saucer, could. The spinning it could. Disc. I just, yeah, I, I could bypass. It would still do its normal thing, just without locking the balls. But I just, you hardly ever run into it in tournaments. So I just use it as a pro because that's the version you typically see out there, and it plays a lot different, a lot more difficult if you do that. Yeah. So you know, that's just reasons why I did that. And plus, I like Jurassic Park. I skipped out on an LE before a few years ago and decided when I knew that the uh, 30th was coming out, just wanted to get it and the wife wanted to get it. So you don't say no to Monica when she wants pinball. And she doesn't say no to Keith Hillman. She is a fan. Nope. She's going to get any of those pins. So yeah. So I guess I'm due to get another premium or LE here in just what? A few months? Oh, it's coming up pretty quick. Next game. Yeah. Um, Well, cool. I'm glad you got one. Are Tom, I really we didn't I don't think we talked about this. Tom, are you do you own Jurassic Park? You own Jurassic Park, don't you? Uh I have the premium right over by Rush. The premium. Okay. Cause I was curious if you had the LE. So I had if, I originally had the pro and I and just you, upgraded recently with my IFPA rewards. Ah, got it, got it. So as a recent JP premium buyer. Would you, were you a little upset? Like if you would have known the J, the 30th edition was right around the corner, would you have gone for that or no? Not at all. No. Okay. Cause I mean, cost wise, it's a, it's a little bit difference. more expensive than a premium Joel. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you've looked. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. <clears throat> well, I do think, um, I would guess Stern's going to do more of this. And I think, um, I think somebody pointed out that Godzilla has an anniversary next year. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the 40th anniversary, or not 40th? I think it's the the 50th. I don't know. 60th, Why are you guys telling me this now? 70th? I could have sold my pin. I think it's the 70th anniversary <laughs> coming up. Yeah, I know right now it's the 60th for Avengers, but they didn't do anything for that. Yeah, it would. I know that there's a huge anniversary coming up for Godzilla next year. Mm-hmm. That would not shock me at all if you kind of just follow. Backless. what's going on <laughs> that that just seems like a foregone yeah. conclusion right if you're going to do it for elvira and jurassic park why not do it for one of your biggest selling games if not your biggest selling game of all time so what about this question what if stern is done with vaults so we no longer have vaults but from here on out every version if if stern remakes a game instead of it just being a vault where they remade what's already available they do some sort of limited edition cash grab. No, just, but it's, Um, I mean, like what, I mean, what if that, so what's a game that, that has like, um, I don't know, like uh, ghostbusters. Let's say they do a ghostbuster vault instead of just making the pros or the premiums, same art, same everything. They pay zombie Eddie to do a new art package, new powder coat, sell it for an LE price. They make them limited. Boom. Yes. 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 (laughs) Yeah, I think, I, well, yeah. why not? I mean, yeah. anniversary packages, it's not like pinball's the only industry that does this. If you, I think I even sent you guys the picture of the uh, Jurassic Park 30th anniversary stuff that I saw in stores. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, people were calling us a cash grab and everything. And I just want to say, well, hell yes, it's a cash grab. They're a business. Why would you not do that? They're, they need to make money, they need to pay employees, yeah, they need to keep everything going. Please stay you know, in business. Yeah, exactly. Please make <laughs> as much money as you want so you can keep producing pinball. By all means, do that. So, yeah, I, I think that it would be a very good strategy 
to focus on anniversaries like that of successful ends or themes that they've had in the past, as mm-hmm. opposed to just straight up vaulting. I mean, you could, there's still a time and place for a vault, but yeah, if like next year, for example, it is the 70th anniversary of Godzilla. So there that you go. Seems, maybe yeah, maybe seventy fifth. You just wait a few more years. I that seems obvious to me what that they did, that they would do that. But I think if you do a if you do an anniversary or you do a new art package, a new limited edition, you know there were people that sold their their JPLEs or sold their premiums to get. They wanted to upgrade. They wanted this instead. And if you just do a vault, there's you know it's rare that people are like I don't like I'm curious. I wasn't around when like Iron Man vaulted. Were there it's, Iron Man owners that sold their game just to get the vault? Or? No, it, it was basically the same. It's, it's going to yeah. be tough in the future because so many games are being produced nowadays yeah. that I think it's going to be tough just to outright vault things. I think the only time you're going to see a vault is if a game just had a very limited run to begin with. And that's why WWE. <laughs> right. Well, that's why Stranger Things yeah. is being rumored heavily for a vault because it did not have a big run. A lot of people forget that. I would venture to say that the premium is probably actually the most limited edition out there. Yeah. Right. What's now. next? So, season five? Have a season five. Uh... Well, so that's we'll we'll roll with Stranger Things. Let's say instead of there's rumors, right, that there's a big opening in November. So people are like, this would be the opportunity for Stern to do a vault. Stranger Things, there's obviously demand for that. There's a new season coming out. Do they do the vault? Do they just make a bunch of premiums? Or do they have a whole new art package and they do another, but and they call it a limited edition, you know? And they, I don't know what they, I, I, maybe they can do an anniversary or they just call it the <laughs> season five and edi- limited edition. I don't know. But does it make sense for Stern to pretty it up more so that they can charge a lot more money or do they just make the same game, the premium, and they charge it? They charge current premium prices. Uh, it seems to me that they're going to make more money if they do a limited type edition game. But does that piss the preview? I don't know. Travis is stroking a beard. I don't know what you know what stroking a beard is. It's you know, I don't. I can't grow a beard, so I know. No, Joel. That's what I. <laughs> Please tell me what, what's stroking a beard. <laughs> yeah, I have to know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to comment on this particular subject. I, so I would think if they would come out with Stranger Things and have a brand new art package, yep. I think that would help it a lot. I think if you add in the UV kit with it, that would help out a lot. I think those two things would be pretty cool. Uh, you know, in, in terms of a full-on art package, obviously because of the way that the play field was with the UV kit. I'm not even sure if that could even be done anyways. I don't know what the logistics are with that, but um, I don't know if, if they did stranger things, I wish that they would just come out with the other seasons as opposed to doing a vault. Well, that's what I would like to see personally, but you know, Oh, you mean like an actual new game? Yeah. Why not? I mean, we've talked about that before. I, the one thing I've never understood is why pinball has shied away from doing sequels or or doing huge themes in segments you know just like we talked about harry potter yeah you know and the same thing with stranger things they did the first two seasons well there's been two other seasons to come out and the show is bigger more than ever now it's breaking records all the time why would you not just go ahead and say okay let's push forward with that i i would think netflix would rather have 
a pin made entirely of the whole entire show. Just go to that the fourth seems, movie. I mean, yeah, it just, just, well, it just seems, I mean, even go, even <laughs> Ghostbusters, <laughs> like yeah. why not come out with another Ghostbusters based off the new movie? Just, um, lean, in, just lean into IPs. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of like, you know, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, that pin I think has only the first season in it. And there's been what, two or three more, hmm. but, but it has one and two. Yeah, two seasons, but yeah. it doesn't have all of it. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there's another, there was a whole season that came out after the game came out. They're not going to make right. it. And that's Mando. always going to happen, but I see, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I know the way that they coded the way that they coded stranger things with the whole left side of the play field being season one and the whole right side of the play field being season two. I mean, they really leaned into season one, season two. They've hurt themselves on, there's really no right. easy way to add more. To right. The game. No. And I just, I think as it is, if Stranger Things come out, comes out as a vault, I don't think it's going to do great. Hmm. I think it'll do decent. Mm-hmm. It'll, I mean, and that's about it. I don't think all of a sudden it's just going to set the world on fire or anything. I, I just don't think it will. I know I have a Stranger Things up for sale right now, and I think I'm going to end up having to price a pro right at $8,000 with the UV kit and with the uh, topper. Yeah. On it as well. So, I mean, yeah, these pins were going for pretty good value before. I think if you come out with a pro version, I don't think it's going to do great. I think you have to come out with a premium. Yeah, I, I, to I move units. I completely agree. I don't think Stern should make the pro at all. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I agree. I don't see the demand there. It's the premium that people want or some sort of vaulted LE or something. I, I don't know. Travis is gone. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do think, um, I mean, maybe that's another question, um, you know, before we get to Venom, we're just going to keep pushing that back is, is, you know, <laughs> is there, you said this, if, if, if Stranger Things came out right now, I want to light the, light the world on fire. Is there a pinball machine that could come out right now that would light the world on fire? Like is, is the Mario. market in a spot Harry where Potter. there is a pinball machine that would sell out immediately? Three of them. Three Mario, Into okay. the Spider-Verse, South Park. Harry Potter. You, Harry Potter, I think. Well, yeah, that, I mean that goes without saying. Oh, oh okay. Excuse yeah. me. Four of, <laughs> four of them. Four of them. Four of them. So it's really that's. I mean, everything you said is just theme. It's just theme. It doesn't matter who's making it. I mean, what? I know Elwin is rumored. You're oh, already seeing sweet baby Jesus. Sorry, my Uh-oh. wife. She just came back from book club. She's obviously been. She heard into Elwin's the wine. She, she just came into the <laughs> studio. Yeah, I'm just, recording. Yeah, just hand her the headset. Hell no. Just, yeah, no. just hand her no. the headset. <laughs> We can talk to her for five minutes. It'll be great. <laughs> no, she just came right in, just walking in, as if I'm just here, just sitting here, just staring at a camera for no reason. She's about Apparently. to start talking and everything. Okay, Apparently sorry, that's, Joel. That's I just got normal life. No, I was. Uh, hi, Monica. You can say, yeah. Um, what was I saying? I was saying Harry uh, Potter. No, Keith Elwin. So it's like obviously you're in. You don't care what the next game is from Keith Elwin. Keith Elwin. A Keith Elwin game is bigger than the theme in your world. That's the, but that's you as a pinball buyer, as a pinball well, player. It's I well, can everything trust, you just said was themes. Those are the I four can themes trust that, would that blow he up. will put out a game that's going that's going to be enjoyable. That's okay. what I can trust. I can trust the rules are going to be something that's enjoyable. I can trust the shots are going to be fun. The efficiency percentage is high with that one. <laughs> Bingo. But, so that's good. I mean, that's a good solid trust factor. But I think besides, it's like so. It seems like Elwin has that ability but everybody else or every other pin 
the only way it's going to sell out day one, sight unseen at this point in this market is if it's a killer theme. That's your thought. In the market today, yeah. Yeah, it'll have to be a theme. The market today, yes. I, I think Foo Fighters was the last gasp of everybody that would rush out and get something. I mm-hmm. think obviously what Jack put out was unique. And I think that there is a lot more people that want up-to-date themes when it comes to the quote-unquote dad rock. And we had talked about that plenty of time before. I think that that's severely underrated by a lot of people. They don't realize how popular some of that is. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I think that if Stern or anybody else leans into music themes that are a little bit more mainstream of today, I think it would do well. If you do a hip hop pen, I think it would do fairly well. I think if you do a Taylor Swift pen, it would do well. Stuff like that. I think that if you get away from doing the stuff from the seventies and, and all that, yeah, I think those themes would do well today, but it's just, it's a different market too, currently right now. So just because you come out with what, should be a dynamite theme doesn't necessarily mean that it will sell out. I think in the past, a lot of people were okay with doing pre-orders, getting on lists, so on and so forth. But now, I don't know. There just seems to be a lot of pullback from that. And I think that's due to a lot of variables, a lot of factors, whether it's pricing, whether it's allocation, whether it's just there's so many different options out there or whether just the general cost of living has gone up for everybody that people are just making better decisions, I guess, so to say, or just different decisions in terms of what they're paying for in their daily lives. So, I mean, it's just hard to say, but I think that there's only a handful of themes and the themes that we went through today, those four themes, those are the only ones that I would truly be confident in that if I knew that those were the ones coming out, that it would do gangbusters. Sure. And I get it. I mean, Harry Potter is one of them, obviously. And then we've talked about video game themes, whether it's Mario or maybe even a Zelda or Pokemon. Like those are those are the types of things that I I agree could sell out super fast. Um, I also feel there are some vaults. You know, if they did a Lord of the Rings vault or a Tron vault, I do think those could sell out super fast. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe Lord of the Rings would be on. I think a- I think Tron does. I don't think Lord of the Rings does. I think Tron does. Really I was going to well. say the opposite. I, w- I, w- I just, I just don't think Lord of the Rings quite has it anymore. The way it is now that they came out with that show that was on Amazon that just got slammed. Ring of Fire. To death, yeah. Ring and of Power. Ring of Fire. We don't, we don't even know the name. Yeah. <laughs> Ring yeah, of Power. I, I just think something like Tron, you could just do a lot more with that nowadays, just in mm. terms of the music, the light show. Oh, what if they did Tron vaulted with expression lighting? Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what I was getting to. There's just, it, there's a little bit more uniqueness that you could get to with that. All right. Well, yep. Good night, I've everybody. Put off Venom long. Yeah, I put off Venom, <laughs> put off Venom long enough. So we're going we're gonna to talk about this way. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to start with Tom and Tom's experience on Venom because he's actually has the least amount of play compared to the two of us. So I'm curious Tom, like Ray you Charles were, playing it, man. Yeah, Tom, you were the first. <laughs> you were the first of us actually to play it because um, uh, up at District Eighty Two, Trent with what Tilt Amusements had brought one just to let you guys play around on, and you actually moved your streaming rig over it and and streamed. I remember watching you play like one ball, and you did a lot in that one ball. I mean, it was and that was a premium, right? I had, yeah, I had no yeah. idea what I was ah. doing. 
So what's tell us about that, Tom? I mean, your initial impressions, you step up to the game, you obviously you're saying had you had no idea no what you're doing. No idea what I was doing. <laughs> but how did it feel? You know, you still put up uh, over a billion it, though, right? It, yeah, it shot great. But but the shots are like really wide open for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't think there was a tough shot on the game. Yeah. You know, and that's one of my reasons why I'm not buying one. Um, I, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, first, first impressions was it just shot a little too easy for me. Um, but obviously that can change with game setups and things like that. And actually Mm -hmm. the tilt was really tight on that game too. Um, but you know, I, I think some of the, I, I don't understand the code at this point. So I'm going to go out to locations and play the crap out of it so yeah. I can get a feel for the game. And, um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't have, I don't have a big opinion of it just because of my limited experience with the game. What about fast locks? You were, I, I don't, remember. When- I don't. I really don't care for them. I don't think they're like this great. I know we kind of talked about this before, but I don't think they're this like exciting feature of the game. Okay. Um, I think the captive ball, like hitting the, what is it? The uh, carnage. Carnage. Yeah, I said it. I had to think for a second. Do you like that Tom tone, Tom, that you get, you know, when, <laughs> when either of us ask a question that Travis feels is so He's got to finish it. He's got, yeah. a t- he's got that tone, you know, <laughs> carnage, you know, it just. Well, uh, and, I, and. Just making sure. I'm on Tom's side here. I'm with of, him. Part of that is I just don't know the Venom lore that, that well, like Travis does. No, nah, I was just but, calling Travis a douche. That's all. <laughs> 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 but, you know, um. What the hell are we talking about? No, uh, <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about <laughs> carnage. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought the the carnage mech was cool, um, but you know, and the doppelganger was okay. But I mean, that to me, that was the game, mm-hmm. and I didn't think it was that big of part of the game. Now, obviously, there's a ton of code into the game. But I was literally just shooting, you know, oh, this shot's purple. I'm going to shoot this. And this shot's blue and this shot's yellow. So I'm going to shoot that because it's lit. Mm-hmm. I I had absolutely no direction on what what I was doing. I was literally joling the game. Yeah. Yes. And you had a great time. And I did. Great. I had fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, good. No, I, I remember you um you played it. I remember we were messaging you on Facebook and you're like, I, and hey, how was it? And you're like, I had no idea. Like that was your thing, like, <laughs> no idea what I was doing. And what do you think of Fast Locks? I, eh. You know, it's just kind of yeah. your it seemed like a very lukewarm. Yeah, warm. first what's, impressions what's your... is is lukewarm. You what, know? You, Maybe if milk? I play it fifty times, I'll I'll be yeah. like, Hey, this game's awesome, you know, but just not what's there your... yet. What you're saying, Travis, is it milk milk toast? Is that you're saying? Milk toast. Milk toast. Milk toast. It sounds like Tom's going to give it a milk toast rating. Milk toast is lukewarm, right? Like that's pretty bland. Is that the is that what we're going for there? Yep. Yep. I still don't get it, but you can just say lukewarm. Just listen to the first twenty minutes of this episode. You'll get it. (laughs) That was. (laughs) 
Oh man, man, a month a month of not recording wasn't long enough. That's what I'm that's what I'm feeling right about now. No, no apparently people miss this. Apparently people miss this. It's crazy. Um I don't know. Do you want to talk Travis? You've I'll let you yeah, go. I love right? talking. I, what do you, you, know, what do you want me to talk about, Joel? I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. You tra- Travis, you've you have a pro in your house, right? You've been um No. It wasn't in your house? So they you no, said you're it's, it's at work. Oh. Yeah, it's at it's at my work at the studio. Got it. Okay. So you've actually done a bunch of filming on it. You've really dove into the game. You've asked me a ton of questions, which I think is hilarious. I yep. think it's really funny that the way that you had to learn how to play the game was by watching my stream, my stream, which yeah. was a joy. Let I know me I tell can you. tell you. Cruel <laughs> and unusual punishment. You got paid to do it. My God. Paid by the company you work for to watch me stream and explain to you how to play a game. <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> you want me to tell you more about that yeah. experience? Tell, tell us more. Tell, tell us about the experience was, it like, the game. was it like the water boy? No, like, I think it was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tom, I think th- I, it had crossed my mind that even during work hours, maybe I need to break out the bottle of Jack just to get through it and just say, okay, here's what's going on. Uh, your message group to us and Loser what were the was like, hell parts? has frozen over because I am being paid to watch Joel play. <laughs> I had, so it was funny because I had all this content that I needed to make and I wanted to make. But I hadn't got to play it yet. So I wanted to know what I was going to get myself into. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I first went to go watch Tom play. And then I kept in mind that Tom had said that he really didn't know what he's doing. And mm-hmm. so, of course, when I watched him, I was like, okay, yeah, that checks out. But even though he's still getting <laughs> through the game, I was like, well, I need to find something out there to where it's kind of showing me what to do. And then I realized I was like, wait. You did a stream with Dwight. I was like, mm-hmm. surely that'll make sense. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's, you know, you, you came get to past... a Venom expert, you know, yeah. to see yeah, why not? high level pinball play. Well, you get past watching all the posts get hit. Yeah, you can definitely. <laughs> they don't, those know, don't score points. I don't get no, it. Why don't. the posts don't <laughs> score points yet? I don't understand. But yeah, you turned to my stream and you learned, you learned everything, everything you need to know. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Totally. Totally full on expert after that, for sure. We had a guy comment on our stream. He said, I had to turn it off after 15 minutes. <laughs> Why? Please flipping out, get better players to show off your game. That was a comment that was on the YouTube video. I, yes. I have a streaming rig right <laughs> yeah, here. So, uh, if, if you're yeah. a distributor... Yeah, my um, heart, Joel. My heart. I, I, so I had this. Me. I had I had Venom, and, and a huge shout out to to Dwight. Dwight Zolvin, the the lead lead coder, the lead design, not designer, but the lead software lead on the game. Um, he's he's watched a lot of the streams and whatnot, and he had reached out to me, and he's like, "Whenever you stream this, I'd love to be on it." And I asked, "Well, do you want to be on audio?" And he's like, "Sure, let's do it." And he was awesome. He was awesome to have, awesome to answer questions, and. Um, he was incredibly informative on how to play the game. I would say that is one thing that is tough. There's once you understand the basic structure of the game, the lights actually tell you what to do pretty well. Right. But until well, you wrap your head around that, it's really hard to understand what you're doing. Yeah. And we can break that down actually very easily. So I'll say this. I'll I'll back up a little bit here. Playing it, I think the game itself, it's fun for what it is. 
you know, the rules are what they are. I don't know if I'm on board yet with not having any traditional modes, so to speak. You still have your boss battles. Travis, once you I, get to a certain level. If I say, Travis, you're fun for what you are, is that mm-hmm. a compliment? You know, Joel, I've taken that compliment for nearly 20 years of marriage. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so the game's fun for what it is. We'll just roll with that. Sorry, go ahead. Well, so what I'm trying to, what I'm wrapping my mind around is that, <laughs> like Tom said, all right, I'll just come out and say it. That, to me, in my opinion, this game is probably the easiest playing game that I can remember Stern coming out with. Well, yeah, Joel's done. Pretty yeah, well. even Joel scored a billion on it, I believe, right, Joel? I have scored a billion and I've beaten yeah. I've beaten so, Noel. But I will put the caveat with that most likely that has to be by design because of the XP system wanting people to get through the game. So that's what I'm saying. It's that it's fun for what it is. I went into it knowing that. So for me, what I found to be the most fun part of the game is the speed runs. I, I think the idea of figuring out how to beat a game as fast as possible and try to figure out the shortest path, try to figure out what's going to give you the XP exploits or the fastest XP possible or the most efficient XP. To me, I enjoy that aspect of it more than anything. So I think because of that, I can kind of look past the lack of modes early on mm-hmm. as opposed to just the boss battles. But yeah, I think like you were mentioning, Joel, if you can wrap your mind around the combos and everything, then you're good to go. I will say my two sons who are 12 and 13, they played it and they loved the game to death. The Hmm. idea of an XP system, they are thrilled with it. My 13 year old, he wants to play this game all the time. He's been asking me to take him up to work, to go play Venom. He's even asked for a Venom to come at the house. And I've had to tell him like, whoa, whoa, we have, (laughs) we have Jurassic Park. We have Godzilla. We have Walking Dead. I need you to calm down right now. But yeah, yeah, he's he's wanting a venom. So, but how much XP is is in those three games? Zero is the yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> venom has the XP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it. I think the game is fun when you look at it from that perspective. But I think you can find fun in nearly any pinball machine there is. So, it. But if you are playing Venom and you're trying to figure out what's going on, the easiest way to play it is you just simply follow the colors. It's all you do. So if you see yellow, you hit yellow. What if you're colorblind? What if you're color? So then you're screwed. You're (laughs) you're screwed. You need to go play foosball or something because you're not going to survive venom. You just hit everything. I want to just to clarify the color thing is when you look at your grid, when you pick a when you pick a host, there's going to be a vertical column that you are selecting, and in that vertical column there are three lights: a yellow, a white, and a blue. And you have to light those yellow, light, blue. In that order. Okay. Yellow, blue, white. So you those that's your column. And so for you to battle your first guy, you have to do those three lights. And those three lights, the way you do those, Dwight calls them mini modes, but the reality is it's a combo shot. It's just a two-shot combo. And he calls them mini modes. So like if you want to light yellow, you look at the play field, there will be a light that is solid yellow. You hit that. As soon as you hit that, now there will be another light somewhere else that is a flashing yellow shot. You have to then hit the flashing yellow shot. If you do that, solid yellow, then flashing yellow, boom, you lit your light. And you have to do the same thing. Solid blue, flashing blue. Solid white, flashing white. You do those. You light your three lights. Now you've completed that column. Do you have to do that in order? No. You can do that in any order. 
And that's the thing. When it's flashing, if it's a flashing light, it's a timed light. It will drain, it will time out eventually, and then you just hit the solid one again to relight it. But once you do that ladder, as, as long as you're at 10 XP or higher, 10 levels, 10 levels or higher, then you can battle that character. And that's what I was going to say, too. Yep. That's it, It's funny because it points us out on the LCD, mm-hmm. and it doesn't say this in the rules PDF because it firmly establishes it wants you to know that these are many modes. Mm-hmm. But yet it'll say... I think it says the the minor boss's name and then combo on the LCD. So it might say riot combo or agony combo or age combo, something like that. So if you can look at the grid and you don't think of it as just those three lights, you think of it as four lights because you're going to qualify that minor boss. And that's what we went back and forth on, Joel, because I, yeah. I couldn't get that across my mind for the longest time. Cause I'm like, well, I got to get to level 10. How, you know, what's going to happen here? It says I qualified, but yet I can't fight him yet. So basically you hit the three combos. You have that minor boss qualified mm-hmm. until level 10. So it's almost just like you get them loaded up. And then if you get to level 10 and you're still that character yep. that you are for that grid. So for instance, the very first line is Eddie next one's flash. The third one's Gwen, the fourth one's Peter. So whichever character you are, then you're going to qualify that minor boss's combos. That path, essentially. Right, and that makes up the mini mode. So what's interesting, though, is, and I remember asking Dwight this, it's like, theoretically, you could complete that path, those three mini modes, in six shots. Like, you hit the solid, you hit the blinky, you do that for three colors. Even faster, because you can do a super skill shot and spot a mini mode. There is a skill shot. So when you go to plunge the ball, the right flipper is going to select your host, the left flipper is going to select your skill shot. One of them is it's a hurry up to hit a shot and it'll spot you in mini mode. But um, each each host has different perks. So if you want to get into multi-ball quick, you pick Eddie because two locks are lit automatically. But then there's, I mean, every character has perks. We, we don't have to go through them all. It says it on the LCD. But what happens? So what happens if you plunge the ball, you're at level one, you hit your six shots just magically. Boom, 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 boom. You've completed your path. You may be at that point level two XP. Well, you're stuck. You can't battle the guy because you're not at 10. So what do you do? On the left ramp, the the change host button is there. You can hit that and then it'll allow you to select a different character. So you can start the path for your next character. Um, and if you end up doing the two paths next to each other, then that's how you get all four corners of a square. And that's how you get certain perks that are right there in the middle of the grid. There are six available perks. So there's some planning there on basically building up your character, building up your perks. Um, And you have to just do that. You have to focus on mini modes until you get to level 10. How else can you increase your levels? Multiball. So you have Mayhem multiball and then you have Carnage multiball. Carnage, you just hit the Carnage target a whole bunch. Once you do that, once you push them all the way back, then you hit the center ramp. Otherwise, Mayhem multiball deals with those locks. And there's multiple ways to lock the ball. And those are in the fast locks. Multiball is going to start automatically when you lock two balls. You have to hold the center button to hold your multiball. And you can let that build all the way up to a six ball multiball. But I remember asking that to Dwight. I'm like, well, once I complete my path, if I'm not at level 10, what do I do? And he's like, you just have to keep gaining experience. So keep playing the game. Keep trying to complete your paths, your mini modes, or play multiball. And you'll work your way up with experience up to level 10. And as soon as you do that, then as long as you're in a character with a completed path, you can battle the first guy. And once you battle the first guy, let's say you get through it. Well, what's the next step? You have to battle Grindel. But to get to Grindel, you have to be level 20. So it's a lot more just playing the game to build your levels up. 
And that's something that is, it's very interesting to me because this is the first game where multi-ball to me has always been a crutch that I can bring into a mode where it's like, I want to beat, you know, Godzilla. I want to beat whatever, Rodan, not Rodan, you don't fight him. Uh, I want to beat Titanosaurus. Well, if I'm going to, before I play him, let me go ahead and start him and then start a multi-ball. And now I have a multi-ball in this mode. You don't have that in Venom. Like the mini modes, the battles, they're separate from multi-ball. So multi-ball, why are you shaking your head? You can't you remember what's on the fast locks. Okay. Okay. Yes. So the fa- there's another it's thing. Actually, there. you have a complete crutch because you, you can play your multi-ball. So this and every is every time you get a jackpot. Yeah. You beat one of the minor bosses. Yeah. This isn't, I don't love you it. To. I don't love that because this is another thing. The fast on the fast locks themselves, there are three perks. And so if you, the first two perks are the first two villains or the first two minor bosses. So you can right. get into your two ball multi-ball. And if you hit every shot on the play field and then hit a jackpot, it gives you, it, it you automatically beat that first. So it's like you just skipped a whole mode. Now uh, what's tough battle. about it though, it's not worth very much early on. I've seen the scores are kind of a little bit all over the place, but I've seen some pretty massive scores. If somehow you can hold off on some of the, on fighting some of the guys mm-hmm. later on, it could be worth 300, 400 million as opposed to getting 10 million well, for finishing them. But it just depends how you want to approach the game too. So if the idea is with a speed run, this is Travis wanting to get all the way to null as quickly as possible, where there's going to be a, I'm assuming there's a point or a lull so it's you can quickly complete your mini modes, your your path. You can do that in just a few shots, especially if you spot one. And then you're saying you get into multi ball, and if you do multi play multi ball right, you can beat a minor villain in multi. Yeah, you'll you'll be close to level twenty when you, come, you out come out of that multi ball. If, if you, you have if you a really good right. one, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because but then you beat Grindle, so Grindle's at level twenty. But when you're done with Grindle, typically what level are you at? Um, I've been as Low as 23 when I started. So I think I was probably mid-20s at that point, 26, so maybe 27. You're at 26, but you can't do anything until you get to 30 to fight Noel. And yeah, gaining you just, levels at that higher takes time. So another what do you do multi-ball. at that point? Just another multi-ball. More, more locks. More combos. More. Yep. Combos, locks, multi-ball, grind it out. And then, and you then, just then keep boom, going. you're in Tom is holding what his up, hand Tom? Out. Tom has something to say. Hi, Tom Graff, I'm let's Tom. go. Uh, <laughs> How do you light your locks? Combos. You complete mini modes. Just hitting combos. Combos. Yep. So what happens for your very first one, right? Unless you're... So some of the characters too, besides just Eddie, you have one lock lit. I think the only one where you don't have any locks lit is Flash. I think Mm -hmm. that's the only one. So Gwen and Peter have one lock and Eddie has two. But the way it works is, is typically your very first lock, you need one combo. Second lock, you need two combos. Third lock on... You need at least three combos. Okay. Now, just there. This is the this is the confusing part. Is mm-hmm. we are saying combos because they are. It is a two ball combo. But well, Dwight it says is, it on the LCD screen. It says agony combo or. But that's what's combo. tough. Is there's a whole nother combo thing. There are for the lights. Character, yeah, for the signature there are, combos. There are lights the on the play combos. field that are webs, and they say combo. Oh, and yeah. it's something totally different than the so, mini modes that we're discussing. Right, right. So you can continually light your locks as long as you're hitting combos. Yes. They'll stack. Well, yes and no. You have to get past a minor boss first. You can only okay. play Mayhem once. Okay. 
before yeah. then. Otherwise, you could just keep spamming it over and over again. And what about Carnage, though? Carnage is... So, that's a tough one. I've I've played... I think maybe one or two Carnages per game. So, I think you got to loop all the way back around to it. I don't so, know. What I well, do know is... is uh, like the second level of Car- Carnage, right? Uh, well, it goes Carnage, Carnage, hur- or it goes Multiball, Carnage, Hurry Up, and then Bloodlust. Bloodlust, so got it. Right now, they have to fix Bloodlust because there's a known exploit with that that you can just get billions off of just by doing center ramp basically nearly the whole time. So Yeah, I found that. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, the <laughs> tough did. part is, too, is right now, and I know that there's going to have to be some score balancing, that the Carnage Multiball is just the value of it compared to Mayhem. It's just way, way unbalanced. So if you want to absolutely destroy the game right now, just make sure you have Peter as your character. And whenever you start stacking everything up and you will be just shocked by the amount of points I've played. Why have Peter though? What's because Peter makes that's fucking Spider-Man, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Because Peter makes basically carnage is easier to start. I think it only takes three hits to the uh, captive ball in order to light it on the center ramp. And then the carnage points in multi-ball are worth a whole lot more. Hmm. So I, I've done some stacks to where I have 1.2 to 1.4 billion out of carnage and less than 150 million in mayhem. And they're stacked together. You're play, yeah, you're play, you can play both at the same time. And that's, that it, to me, it's just, I'm just saying this game, I... I have looked at this game totally different than any other pinball machine I've ever played. Like I just look at it as You've a journey. Actually, like, looked at the rules. I well, yes, I've learned the <laughs> rules, but I'm I, I'm all about that in game. Like I, the reason I want to beat Noel because I want to unlock another character and I want to have another character to play and have fun with. And I and it's just totally different. This is a game. I will be honest. I've played this game more in the week that I've had it than any other game that Zach's let me borrow. Like every other game that's, that he's let me borrow, I'll play it one or two nights before I stream just because I don't want to look totally dumb. I want to try to find the shots. But then I, I kind of want to discover the game, though, on stream. And and it's almost like I don't want to get bored of the game or I don't want to do too much with the game off stream. Like I just I play a lot of typically I don't play a ton. But this game, because I know every game I play on it when I'm logged in with Insider Connected, I am, I'm just improving my character. I'm just imp- like benefiting what I'm doing. So even I streamed it last night. It was Wednesday, but I played it Tuesday night for a little while just because I wanted to build up my character before I started to stream. And so for me, all I'm caring about is building my character. And what's odd is the multi-ball, like all I'm trying to do is complete my mini modes. All I'm trying to do is be, get to my battles. Like multi-ball feels almost like a distraction for me because I don't care about the points. It's just like, oh, I'm in multi-ball. So I just don't, it's, it's not, I know, Tom, I know it's a, it's a crazy <laughs> well, what thing. Are, what are you, what are you using your multi-ball for? I'm not, that's the thing. I'm not using it really at all. And I understand <laughs> you're saying you can use the mayhem multi-ball to give you the battles, but I don't want it. Like I actually, you can the, do more than that with it though. Okay. The that's may, right. the mayhem multi-ball. What will, else can you use it It can for? give you four battles. It can We're give you a play you field multiplier and it gives you XP. And what else? Two times XP, one times play field, four battles. What are you? You can, what do, you, want? You, can you can do the uh, doppelganger infected. Well, but but those don't like. I don't need to do doppelganger to battle Noel. 
Like that's yeah, what you I'm, do. It gives you XP. He gives you, you need XP. to build up the XP. Everything in the game builds up XP. But what builds up XP? It's either doing all those very specific things in the game to build it up quickly, like you're trying to do to do a speed run, or just keep playing the game. Just keep well, that's what I'm saying. That's why you use your multi-ball. Uh, here, I'll tell you exactly what to do with multi-ball, okay? Exactly what to do. You're going to thank me for this because you're going to go play the game. Flippers. Well, yeah, of course. I Got mean, it. yeah, somebody, yeah. some great philosopher <laughs> told us that oh, yeah. before, that strategy. That's the technique. But, that's how you get that GC? So legitimately. I can't, I right. can't listen to you when your camera's out. Well, this, this will make sense, <laughs> like, okay? I don't know who you're I'm don't your know conscience I'm right now. Here we go, Joel. I'm your conscience. <laughs> I need to take a medication. All right, so if you look <laughs> at the play field, this will make total sense, okay? Mm-hmm. And you do this while you're in multi-ball, especially if you're in mayhem. If you look at the captive ball, what is there at the captive ball? Carnage. Right. There's also an infected. Yes. So you hit that twice, you'll get infected. Mm-hmm. Look at the scoop. There's two targets there. What are those targets for? Infected. Infected. So what you can do, if you just go hog wild and just spam that the whole entire time, you're going to build up your infected. You're going to get the doppelganger quickly. You're mm-hmm. going to get the rampage pretty quick. And that's going to give you loads of XP. You're going to build up a lot. And then every single time you miss those two targets, you hit the scoop. What's it doing? It's coming back on the fast lock. Yep. Going through an end lane. So you're going to light your mysteries a lot quicker. You're going to get all the above for more XP for, for everything. So there's just certain tactics that you can do even while in multi-ball that may not be just getting a jackpot. Because I think even the jackpots give you, what, 40 XP or somewhere right around there. So yeah, it's a bit of a grind. But... I haven't, but that's what's interesting is I, I understand we played pinball in a very different way, but you are, the way you're looking at this game, you look at it from points, but you're also, because you're looking at the speed run, you are, how do I quickly and efficiently get my, my character leveled up as fast as possible? I mean, I'll be completely honest. I have shut my brain off completely from the points because there's so many obvious unbalanced things right now. It's almost that they're going to be balanced. So things are going to change. So there's no sense. in like, even when I told you guys about carnage compared to mayhem that's mm-hmm. going to be balanced because it has to there's just no way it can't so if you're looking at this like to me if you want to truly enjoy the game for what it is right now today look at it from the xp standpoint and figure out how can i get through my levels figure out how can i get to the next boss so okay. for me yeah. that that's where i'm finding the enjoyment out of the game because i don't want to sit there and just do the grindle exploit the whole time and feel awesome because I got 50 billion on it. I mean, it's fun the first time, but then, you know, you don't want to do that continuously. So a lot of these things will get patched up anyways. But yeah, I think, I think it's great to look at it from the standpoint that you want to get the null eventually. So you're going to do the things properly to get the null and to be leveled up high enough. And so that's why if you're looking at it from that perspective, there's just certain tactics you can do while you have a ball save on that is a little bit different than other games that doesn't involve just spamming jackpots the whole entire time because you do need to defeat a doppelganger because what happens when you do carnage and mayhem and a doppelganger you like toxin team up mm-hmm. which can be worth pretty good xp as well but so that's wait, how, how do you do the team ups the team well, ups, the, the perks, or the team up that that like the, that's a particular the sleeper mode and the miles and the so hybrid. sleeper you can get if you select flash from the beginning, or you can qualify them through infected. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then miles you get if you pick Peter mm-hmm. or four way combo. And then what is it? Hy- hybrid. He's hybrid. You have to beat all minor all four, bosses. Yeah, and he's the most powerful thing in the game because insanely you hit, powerful. Yeah, you hit the button. 
it spots every shot on the play field and instantly turns on a seven times play field multiplier. Which one was that? Hybrid. Hybrid. Hybrid, okay. Yeah, but to get him, you either A, get him from mystery, which is crazy. I got him as a mystery award, and Dwight was like, whoa, you got the room. I haven't seen that. I was like, you coded it, you know? And, and <laughs> he's like, yeah, but it's just, that is extremely rare to like get a God that roll. through yeah. mystery kind of thing. And um, it's super powerful. I mean, it's a seven times play field multiplier at, at your button. You just hit it whenever you want. Um, and it spots every shot. But what I think's crazy is hearing the way that you are looking at this game as I just want to beat it faster. Like beating it is not the goal. It is just you want to beat it faster than you did it before. To me, this game, when it showed up on my doorstep, was like, okay, I am confident I am going to beat this game. I don't have that confidence with any other pinball machine that's dropped off of my doorstep. Rush. I knew Cactus Canyon just because you guys and Heckling and everybody saying the game's too easy. I was like, okay, this is a game that I better I better beat or I'm I just suck. And then same thing with Toy Story. It's like the that was just that understanding of like I better beat this game because it's people are saying it's too easy. It's too easy not to beat the game. And just to clarify, I beat the game because I beat fifty percent of it. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna clear the air on that. So this game, though, I was like, Venom, this is clearly a game that if I put in the time, it should get me to a point where I can beat this game. Even if You're I have to build get up the 99 level, yes. I'm going to beat this game. So I was expecting a grind. I was expecting it to be something that I would slowly chip away at. And I will tell you, honestly, I beat, I've beat the game twice and I've owned it a week and both times, because of the speed run aspect of it, the first time I beat it, I was at level 45. And I my speed run time was like an hour and 15 minutes of playtime. And then last night when I beat it on stream, I think I was level like 41. And my, my playtime counter was like an hour and two minutes of playtime. So it's not, it's really not that much of a grind. And that's, that's surprising to me. I was expecting it to be more. And, um, and one of the things that was said, I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but in my mind, it's part of those like, okay, over the next month, I'm, I know I'm going to beat it again. That means I'm going to unlock my third character. And then I'm already looking at achievements. There are certain achievements of like beat Noel with Hulk. So clearly you have to unlock him, but then I have to beat him again as Hulk. So there's seven achievements that are beating Hulk, beating Noel with all seven characters. So it's like, well, clearly I'm going to beat it seven times. But these are all things like my next goal is just going to be start chipping away at achievements. And that it's just a weird thing to feel like there's a chance that this is a game that I actually might complete or feel like I've actually done everything. And it's because of the XP system and the fact that it holds my skill or holds my value. If I don't know if that wasn't there. Do I think I could just start at level one and beat Noel in a three normal three ball game with extra balls? I don't. I don't necessarily think I could. It would be a challenge. It would be a big challenge for me to do that. Tom, what's up? So, Travis, what's your speed run? Uh, my fastest one so far is twenty three minutes. Okay. I think. Joel, you got yeah. some work to do. We just round up to an hour, and we're basically the same time. So, it's. <laughs> But I see that, but that's, but I know Travis and I, our skill levels are drastically right, different. Right, of course. But I think Can that's cool that the code allows something that keeps him excited and me excited with very different play styles. Sure. 
And that, I, I mean, think I just wish that, and we kind of talked about this last sorry, podcast. That the, uh, he was talking. Oh, know. was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, I don't sorry, want to be the guy that cut him off. <laughs> no, I just, I was just curious, Travis, have you completed, have you finished Null in like one game? He, I finished Null two and a half times in one game. Okay. Because <laughs> when a, you beat him, the game's not over. It right. starts you right. back. No, I one. understand that. Yeah. Right. Yep. No, I, uh, yeah. I played it without, with a uh, burner profile and I got through it two and a half times. I got all the way back to Grindel a third time. Is that time. Monica's profile? <laughs> no, so, no, she won't let me play on hers. But, <laughs> but so no, then it's, you unlock these characters like Wolverine and Hulk mm-hmm. and stuff by beating Null? Yep. Okay. Yep. And there's the thing with Null, there's a very specific pattern you can follow to beat him. But I don't want to reveal that on the podcast. I'd rather people just play nope. it. Nope. I have a, on their own. I have a launch party probably yeah. next week. <laughs> so just you can uh, tell me. I will tell you off podcast. Yeah, yeah just watch sure. my stream. I mean, I beat it. <laughs> I don't know if I followed Travis's I mean, well, dumb pattern, but I beat well, it. Well, so here's here's the thing about Venom. And you guys know you we talk about pinball a lot off the podcast as well. So you guys know how my mind works. I like to look for sequences and patterns because if I'm going to catch the ball, I want to stay in a flow. I want to know where to go. Venom very much follows sequences down to a T. And that goes for whether you're doing your mini modes, whether you're doing your signature combos, whether you're doing host hurry up. There's a lot of things that you can keep doing. And that's the thing, the combos for each character, they stay the same. So if you hit, say, for instance, just anybody, it's left ramp, right? And then you hit right orbit. Well, that shot's going to be lit again at the left ramp, that same color. Mm-hmm. It's not going to shift to another shot. So it's very predictable in that way. And if you find a combo that you're really comfortable with, you could just spam it over and over and over again to get your logs. Yeah, and that's the one thing that... You said at the beginning, I feel like this is the easiest game Stern's made in a long time. And sure, there's speed. And if you miss, that ball's coming back at you quick. But the fast locks, I, I it reminds me of when you guys were talking about Johannes and having magnets on the flippers. Because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how he shoots, he's he can get the ball under control immediately. And when you look at Venom, because of the fast locks, there are, there are so many shots on the play field that end up putting the ball in the fast lock that you actually get a very consistent feed out of those fast locks and the flippers, instead of them being drooped like on, on Deadpool or drooped like they were on Godzilla, they're actually up more. So it's a lot easier to trap up on the ball. So I, as a very uncontrolled player feel a lot more in control in, on this game than any other game that I've had in a long time. So the fact that the shots are more open and the facts that that the shots feel like you can get under control. Like to me, it's if you're cradled up on the left flipper, you can backhand that left ramp, which what feeds your left flipper, like in a very controlled manner because of the fast locks or same thing when you backhand the scoop with the right flipper, it's going to immediately feed you right back to your and And if you do it right, you can just immediately cradle up and do it again. And that, that, that feeling of control, apparently this is what you guys do all the time, but this is a new, (laughs) this is a new feeling for me. And it really is neat. Like it's a cool baby's first ball trap. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much like (laughs) baby's first cradle. Yeah. And, and it just, I, I enjoy it. I think too, the thing with the pro and I don't know how the premium plays. I haven't got to play one yet, but with the pro there's legitimately 
only one shot that you really have to be worried about. And that's if you're going on the, um, the left side of the horseshoe, that feed comes back around and it hits off the top part of the sling. It's a little clunky. And that's the only shot that's truly semi-dangerous in the game. Everything else, if you hit it, it's going to return back to a flipper Yep. every single time. And you know, that's, that's just how the game's made, which is perfectly fine. It's just be aware that if you're going to be playing it, if you can play under control, like any control player, they're going to carve this game up. Mm-hmm. And my fear is, is I don't know if this game will be in tournaments in the future outside the launch parties. And I don't know if it necessarily has to be. Not every single game needs to be this big time tournament game. That's I think it's perfectly fine to have a pinball machine just be a pinball machine, just be something that people are going to just enjoy playing. Mm-hmm. So my fear is, is that if people try to put this in tournaments, especially high level tournaments, well, what happens when you do droop the flippers or you put on mm. a tight tilt, right? So have you turned the fast locks off yet? That's a new setting in the, you can turn them off entirely. I mean, honestly, I feel like the fast locks make it easier to play. That's what I'm saying. If you turn the them flow off, just goes so much easier. It doesn't seem, I mean, like the first time you play, you kind of have to get your timing down, but then when you get used to it, yeah. It's just the timing is easy to figure out. Just my fear is, is that if some tournament director out there bastardizes the game so bad that you're on level five after your first mayhem, then you got to basically just grind out to get to mm-hmm. level 10. And those minor bosses, it's not easy to beat them at level 10, level 15. It's mm-hmm. not. But at and all. that's, and that's, that's on default. That's what I don't. That's right. my biggest argument right now is the fact that if you actually battle a minor boss by hitting, you know, f- filling out your your path and getting into the battle, you're, you're level 10 and you actually are just playing the boss. Both of them have two phases and you're, what did I say wrong? Travis is typing. Hello. What, what, what are you typing? Y'all froze. No, we're not. Tra- Tom, you there, right? Yeah, it's freaking Travis. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Okay, while he's trying to figure out his life. Um, what I was saying was if you actually go down the path and play the minor val the minor battle, like the battles are hard. There's a lot of shots that are needed, and there's two phases to it. Like it's a lot of shots to beat that first, that minor villain or that minor battle if you actually play it. But if you go through the multi-ball, like he's saying, and you just happen to hit every shot on the play field and hit one super jackpot, boom, you just beat it. That, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't like that it just seems like it's way easier. You can just avoid an entirely hard battle or an entirely hard mode by just hitting, what do you want, Travis? Travis, do you hear us yet? (laughs) Are you there? He said everybody froze on my screen. I know, but now he's typing. Is he just being Travis? Like yes. This is why this is the problem, people. This is the problem with the listener. I don't know if he's just messing with us, <laughs> or if he's actually having a problem. But I don't know. I say we just keep going. I say we keep going, or we do. I try to pause it for him. What do you think, listeners? Write us at tripledream.com. <laughs> should we just talk through technical time, difficulties? Time to go to viewer questions. Try to go. Well, we're missing Travis. Oh, uh, Travis. But. Yeah, Travis said he cannot hear us at all. All right, I'm going to pause this. Sorry, listeners. Hopefully, this is a seamless transition. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, I uh, we're back. We're back. Oh. Uh, I don't know if Hi. Travis did anything wrong, but he was frozen, and we kept talking, and um, so we're just you know, has, yep, we're here. We're here. Sorry, I got a call from Loser Kid. I had to pick it up. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, all right. What we were talking about, this is seamless for, for all the listeners. What we were talking about is my current complaint with Venom is um, the battles. The battles um, are pretty hard, uh, especially at lower levels. And you said that, like, you have to be at level 10 to do the first minor villain. And if you get into that battle, it's a two phase battle. And there's a lot of shots you have to hit. It's timed. So if you run out of time, you lose the battle and you got to do your mini modes again to get back into it. But it's a decent bit of work to actually get through that battle. You compare that, though, to Mayhem Multiball, you lock a ball, you get in, all you have to do is hit seven seven shots, and you hit a jackpot, and boom, you're spotted the battle. And I don't like that. Like, I think it's a very, like, clearly the way to do it is to have a really good Mayhem Multiball, and you can skip all those battles. Or you really only have to do one battle to get past that increment, that level. Well, and that's what they want you to do. They want you to get past that battle, and then get on to Grindel. I mean, I've... I've lost to the minor bosses at level 30. I know it's, they're it's hard. possible to do. So. so that's, but what if instead, and I'm not, I mean, maybe, maybe I'll tell Dwight, but maybe instead of giving you the whole battle, it, it just like gives you a phase. Like it, it, it gives you the first phase of the battle because there are two phases. So it's like, don't give me the whole battle, but make it so that when I get into it, because you did well in the multi-ball, it just makes that battle easier or it, it takes away a phase. You already start at phase two, you know, sometimes I just don't, I just think there's just a very big difference between getting a jackpot in a multi-ball versus actually having to focus in on that battle, hit the specific shots. Some of the battles, the shots are roaming. Some of the shots are moving back and forth. I mean, it's just, it's a very different thing that you have to do with one ball. That's very challenging versus a multi-ball where it's just hit every shot and then hit a jackpot. Right. Well, I, I would say keep in mind, too, that most likely that that rule is in there. Obvi- obviously, with the way that the fast locks are, if you look at the pictures with the minor bosses on them, it was meant for it to be this way Yeah. from a very early stage. And I would say that they very much want you to get through the game, get to Grindel, get to Null. Then on top of that, it makes it easier to get the hybrid too, to get mm-hmm. to your seven X to in order to defeat all four bosses. Cause if you have to play all four bosses on their own, that's going to be awfully hard to beat all four bosses, unless you're well yeah. leveled up, you're not going to do it at a low level. But if you, if you look at Foo Fighters, right? Mm-hmm. What if Foo Fighters, if you had a really good overlord multiball it just automatically spots you three cities. Like I don't. Right. But these aren't modes though. Keep that in mind. These are battles, Joel, but the battles are the closest things to the modes that you have in the game. And that, that to me is the, that's where I'm getting the most fun in the game Mm -hmm. is I enjoy the way it shoots. I enjoy the way it makes me feel. Cause I actually feel like a pretty good player with the control that I have behind this. And I really do the animations. The sound package is really good. Like I'm having a lot of fun with the game. But where I'm enjoying, like the moments, people ask that, where are the moments in the game? The moments are in the battles. The battles feel like a moment because it gets a little tense. It gets very serious. You got to focus. I mean, Grindel's a lot of fun. Nola's a lot of fun. Those are where it's, that's where I'm having the most fun. And if you're telling me all of a sudden your multiball skips half of that, I don't want to skip it. (laughs) That's where the fun's at. Tom, I think what I'm hearing here is Joel saying to Dwight, I want you to code this differently. 
I want different rules. <laughs> this I, isn't what I want, Dwight. What I'm hearing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm just it's this is this game in multi ball. How many bosses have game, you beat? What do you multi ball? Darren, Darren Mayhem. How many bosses I've have you beat? I've gone through two before. Two. So 50%. But See, I an, think that's fine. Yeah. I think getting through 50% is fine. It's hard enough to get three of them because yeah. you got to go through all the jackpots three separate times and hit everything a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think getting 50% of the way through is fine because then you're going to move on to another character anyways, right? And then you're going to decide whether or not you're going to fight what battle you want to fight at that point. Okay. Yeah, I it's... It's just it is such a unique experience, and and um I I had a, a buddy of mine shout out Sterling with um balls of steel not forgetting that again um he had reached out and he he was curious you know you've had venom a little while now what are your thoughts and I, and I truly I think this is an incredible location pin and the reason I say that is because of the XP system and the leveling up system there's no reason why you wouldn't put a few games on the game every time you go to the bar like. Might as you might as well. You might have you might as I mean maybe for you guys because Travis can beat Noel two and a half times in one game. But for me, that it's going to take multiple games to get all the way up there. Might as well. Like I'm going to go ahead and play the game, you know, one or two times. And even if all I do is walk away with ten or fifteen XP from that experience, like that's fine. It'll start me off in a better position next time I hit start. Um, and I really enjoy that. Like I just that's pulling me back in and I'm really enjoying unlocking characters because Hulk is a totally different experience. Wolverine, I was having a lot of fun with him last night because Wolverine, he, he's really hard to kill in the comics. So his perk is extra long ball save, like way longer ball save. And that's a lot of fun. Like there are some really cool things that this unlocks and I'm, I'm, I'm really drawn in to keep playing this game and it's only 0.91. And I'm very curious to see what else they come out with because um, now I, this is a question for Travis. The, the end all be all wizard mode is the, what is it? It's the planet. Clintar. Clintar. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Clintar multiball, which is kind of like Calabunga and turtles. Like there's seven things you have to do seven or eight. And um, one of them is you have to beat Noel. So is that, have you been anywhere close to that? Uh, Yeah. So, I don't know quite what's going on because I know for a fact I've done everything it's asked me to do on one of my profiles, but it's acting as if I don't have one of them completed. So I don't know if it's a bug. I don't know if I just got to go back and do it again. I have no idea, but I know I'm on one of them. I'm only one away from finishing. Yeah. And that's something you can do in, in, well, no, because the moment you do null, it wipes out all your other progress like saved progress. So the game that you, you said you've beat Noel in two and a half, two and a half times in one game. That so was the one. Yeah. In a perfect world, you'd beat Noel in ball one and then you can spend balls, balls two and three or your extra balls trying to pick away all the other crap to, to get to that multi-ball. But you better do it that game because as soon as like you're wiped out, all this, all your progression is wiped out after you do Noel. I just know during that game, it did not let me. Well, I doubt it's. I doubt it's him anymore. At this so I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'm not sure why it happened. I'd have to just try it without the glass. Mm. Crap! Are we frozen again? No, it's just you. Ooh, okay. It's just you and your camera. Right, we're good. So I don't know. I mean, that's a weird. That's a weird thing about Venom. I I just um, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it's point nine one code. There's a lot more to flesh out. Uh, Dwight is incredibly good with with the the 
the choreography or the like the the way the I I've really enjoyed the light show. I really like the sound package. Four different sound packages based on your character. I really like the options like it's a joy to stream it's a joy to stream because i can attack it so many different ways i can pick different characters every time i hit start i'm either starting with a new character or i'm building up my xp and i'm getting a little further what do you want travis i just thought of something for a question for tom because Mm. he's the only one that's played a premium out of us did you notice the shots changing at all did that affect the game for you like Uh, at all or was it just kind of something that you were just like okay okay it's just another feature see I I can't wait to play a premium because the right now when you change host on a pro all all it's really changing are your perks and it's changing where the combos or the mini modes are. That's really all it's changing. But the idea that the 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 play field is actually changing so that my shots will be more difficult or whatever. Like I'm I'm looking forward to that to try to strategize the best way to attack it. Um because yeah, certain certain the way that the ball feeds is going to be totally different depending on what character. And I'm I'm look I'm really looking forward to that. So my for listeners that are in on an LE, if this is a theme you're you're looking forward to, I think it's going to be a ton of fun when you get your LE and what how different the game's going to feel depending on your character. Um, but it just this game feels totally different. I mean, we made a comment early on that Rick and Morty is just it's its own thing. It's very unique. It's you know, accept it for what it is. That's kind of where I'm at with Venom. It is a very unique thing, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, but this whole XP system, I'm loving it. But it makes me wonder, you know, okay, if Foo Fighters, if Foo Fighters had XP, so every single time I hit start, it's like, well, I beat those two cities last time I played, so now I'm only one city away from DC or whatever. It's like, if every game had this type of this save state kind of progression thing. Yeah, then you theoretically could see the end of every game. And is that necessarily something I want in pinball? Not necessarily, because I like the challenge of having to do it all in one go. But with that said, I I am. I am having a lot of fun with this, even though I've seen everything in the game at this point that's coded in it. But I'm looking forward to doing it again. So I I don't know. I I'm that's where I'm at. I'm enjoying it. Like this is this game is for watching the the initial stream and the initial pictures, I thought the game looked kind of bare. I thought it would be kind of boring, the shot layout, but the actual shooting of it's a lot of fun. And it makes me feel like I'm a decent player and I really enjoy the control aspect, but the code that Dwight's given in and the many different options that you can take and the ways to tackle it um, keeps pulling me back in. So I'm I'm having a lot of fun. There you go. There's my super long-winded... You like Venom. That's that's what you're trying to say. I'm enjoying it. And my brother, okay. that's one thing that I think is funny. My brother made the comment, he thinks it's better than Foo Fighters. Like, my brother really is having fun on Venom. And what's funny is he's currently level, like, 18 or 19, and he still hasn't beaten a minor vil- villain because the mini-modes, the combos are challenging for him to get how through many, that How many path. games have you guys played? I mean, so we've far. streamed it twice, and every time we stream, it's two hours. So... I mean, that kind of gives you an idea too. And I think a large part of it. So when we talk about beating Noel quickly and all this and that, just, I would tell the listeners to keep in mind that there's varying degrees of skill out there for Mm -hmm. pinball players, right? You have your just God tier S tier players like Escher and Zoller, Z-Mac and Johannes. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that if you take high level players and you put them on a default pin, 
they're going to see the wizard mode fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just the way it is. But the large majority of players out there are average to below average players. There's a lot of people that collect pinball machines that are casual to the point that they won't see all the features on their game, no matter how long they have it. I've had to explain to people that there's a diverter on their Rush LE that they've had <laughs> for over a year and a half. So, and that, you know, that's perfectly fine. It's not everybody gets into pinball to know every single little nuance of a game and know all the rules and be elite level with their flipper skills, so on and so forth. I know I play Xbox video games all the time. It's not like I'm going to go play MLG and go do Call of Duty against Nade Shot or somebody like that, you know? So I think something like the XP system, I think is cool for those players overall. And there's a lot of those players out there. So I think when people start discovering this game on location, they're going to find, oh, this is different. This is interesting. I'm seeing different parts of the game that I haven't got to see with other other games before. And we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. I personally would like to see an XP system across the board. I think it would look cool. But at the same time, I do respect that the individual software people that are associated with different games, they may not want that mm-hmm. with, with their game. They, they may have a totally different vision. of it. But I do think that if a manufacturer is able to adopt this across the board, enable people to know that when they're getting a game they could play through it eventually they'll eventually get to see the end game to it without it just being an option at the start button just to skip everything so something in that is pretty cool for people to know that they can hit start they can play the game and then they will see a wizard mode on it and not just a mini wizard mode they'll see the very end of the game and i something like that i think is unique and i can tell for my kids that's something that they're firmly interested in like i have a 12 year old that plays and he can make it to a couple of wizard modes on certain games but my 13 year old he hardly ever plays but this game he wants to play all the time because he's thinking to himself i can actually see the end of the game yeah so something like that an extreme casual like that yeah i think that'll be a big deal for people and i'm interested to see how that plays out when these launch parties go off in mid-october and people start seeing this game more and more i'm curious to see what that does for it. Yeah. And that's, that's something my, I said, my brother, he's, he's been, he's technically played it almost as much as I had. And, you know, I've beaten old twice and he has gotten into like last night, he got into a battle and he was one shot away from finishing the battle. But like, it was, you could tell he was into it. He was into it. It was a rush. Like he's, he's ready though. But what's cool is like, he can get back to that point and he'll be more experienced than before. So that battle is going to be a little easier. Like that's something that, I'm excited to see Jared over the over the course of me owning this game. He's gonna work his way up and hopefully get all the way to Noel. And to see that satisfaction when he hits that final blow is gonna be really, really cool. And um that's something I mean, that's you don't get there's no other pin like that that's gonna right. give some uh, some player that type of thing. Tom, um, when are you gonna go play Venom next? Um I saw McCarty putting up some scores, put him on Facebook. Yeah, probably probably next week sometime. Okay, good. You got to defend the honor of our podcast. Yeah. It's tribal. Well, I think it just says a lot, though, about the game because, yeah, the fact that, Travis, you're enjoying it for I enjoy the speed run. Yeah, you're enjoying the speed run aspect of it. Like, that is unique. You enjoy it for what it is. is. uh, Well, because, like I said, it's something different. 
to yeah, where yeah. if I try to speed run Planet X, I'm going to F that up so many times that it's just <laughs> going to drive me insane. And that's why I was even asking you, Joel, that is there any way, because I was trying to figure this out. If I know that I messed up my speed run, yeah. could I just wipe out all my progress and yeah. start from the beginning? And right now it's not in the game. I think something like that's probably coming at some sure. point. I hope it is because the speed run aspect of it is pretty cool. And I think that's something that people could go to an arcade and take $10 and say, I'm going to go for a legit speed run on this game and mm -hmm. grind it out. You can do that. That is entirely possible. There's an achievement on there for 35 minutes. You get yeah. gold. So I, it's doable. I will tell you, you know, half shell challenge, which is a speed run mode within turtles that, that challenge, I played the heck out of that until I got under a hundred seconds. Cause that was a goal. And I could see this being the same thing. I find a speed run in my mind, a whole lot more, um, entertaining than just to, to set a bigger GC, you know, like there's, I don't know. That's just me. So I'm excited. I, I love that Stern gave Dwight the freedom to, to explore this Avenue. I'm excited to see where this goes, the whole progress or XP system, you know, or level system and, and how it's built into a pin. Um, so uh, overall I'm, I'm just, I'm very, I'm, I'm really enjoying this game. I'm really enjoying this game and I'm excited to play it while I have it. And, um, we'll see, we'll see, you know, when it leaves, if that's something like crap, I miss that. I miss having that. Or if this is just the, the beginning or the first of many games here on out that are going to have some sort of experience or level type system. So I think that was a pretty good <laughs> coverage of our Venom experience so far. Um, but yeah, that was thing one on our list, right? Yeah. Our list is gone because we had to restart. Um, I think thing two was tournament talk. Was that right? Going off? Yes, that was. Well, <laughs> yeah, we, we've played some tournaments recently, Joel. Have you played any pinball tournaments? Uh, nope, still haven't. That's a no. Um, haven't, haven't done that. Um, I know it's been a while since we recorded, so we can start with, uh, well, Travis, I know you went to Seattle. I know that was a thing. Yep. Went to and, Seattle and I ended up taking seventh. It would have been fifth, but ZMAC screwed me over by beating me on the very last game. Mm. I swear. World was champion. Any, kicking my ass. Anything that um, stood out, you know, to you or? Uh... Uh, I mean, I would say that was my first time to ever be in Washington. So the weather was mm. awesome. I like the, the huge ass trees. That's different. You don't see those in Oklahoma <laughs> or Missouri for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. That was fun. It was different though. We played a uh, Papa card format, but mm -hmm. it was two cards. So for those that don't know, that's where you play five games and you have to play all the games in a row and mm -hmm. they all go onto one card. We had to do that twice and you can play as many cards as you want, but oddly enough, it actually made it easier to qualify. It just felt easier compared to something like Indist where if you mess up even once, you're just fully screwed. So when you say play it twice. Are you playing ten games in a row, or you just you do five games in a row that you qualify? Uh, you can right. have a it's bag, two cards. And then you can, okay, yeah, your two best cards. So I can play ten cards, and whatever is my two best card. Got it. Okay. Do you, do you know what a card is, Joel? I do. I remember. I've I, that's what he just explained a little bit. Where it's you. We're going to bring Joel to Endisk with it's us one day. The consistency. That's the main thing. Of it's not a pump and dump where you're just like let me work on my my one score on one game right. and just like try to you keep do, going. No, you, you gotta... do pumping, but you don't do any dumping. Because mm. mm. if you dump, then you're voiding, requeue, new card. Yeah. You don't want to do that because each card is $20 or something like that. But no, 
It was a lot of fun. Anybody that is into tournament pinball, I would say check out the Northwest Pinball Championships up there in Seattle. It's uh, the prize pools were huge too, which was awesome. I mean, it was something like three thousand some odd dollars for first place, and I think I um, got six hundred or seven hundred for taking fifth through eighth. So nice. it definitely was pretty good prize pools out there, and nice people as well. Great community, just a lot of fun. Cool. And then I know Tom, you recently just last weekend played at Cleepin. Yes. Um, I know that was a you qualified high. I remember going into watching it, going into finals. You were you were in a good spot. You had a buy and and all that yep. stuff. And I tanked. <laughs> you tanked. No, just, <laughs> no, I mean there were a lot of good players there, uh, but uh, I I I really started out my playoff run bad. I took two last. Um, on my first two games and uh, I ended up winning the Sega Godzilla game not not the Stern Godzilla game and uh, had a tiebreaker with Bill Mason and the tiebreaker was on Rush and so you would thought I would have won it but uh, Bill uh, Bill crushed it and uh, knocked me out of the tournament yay no it was it was all good i had fun mm. well that's what matters right i mean it seems like the competition was good um the stream was odd because they're yeah the streaming that weekend was a little odd why um, would you say that well they had two different they had two two people streaming and oh that was sarcasm yeah, yeah it was yeah <laughs> oh was it no. throwing you off that there was two separate streams going on and then somebody was doing the commentary from directly behind it, players yeah is that what it, you're talking about i, like I didn't in? have an opportunity to watch a ton of it but i remember i went to tune in and i'm like what's going on like what this is women's right now well, and then yeah, the other was, one it's like classic what like i had it, multiple yeah. people texting me and they were like where's the uh where's the main where's the classics or whatever it was and so i had to tell them that there's two separate ones apparently they had no idea they were watching the women's event the whole entire time and then i got confused because i didn't realize there was a women's event because i just flipped on twitch and I didn't bother really reading through anything. I just saw, oh, wait, that looks like that's the classics being played right there or whatever. I just clicked on it without thinking because I don't have the volume on. So, yeah, that was I, apparently that was kind of confusing for everybody. But yeah. then when I realized what was going on, it was kind of entertaining watching somebody do uh, do the commentary directly behind the players here in Maine, like with a little lob mic right there. I think we need to do that someday, Tom. <laughs> just, follow, gonna, just, just be right follow Joel around everybody. with the camera. Just commentate his gameplay. It's like uh, golf commentary, you know, when they're <laughs> off to the that's side. That's what I was That's thinking. exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. So uh, he's stepping up to the pin here. He's going to <laughs> the ball. I'm ready. Sign me up. Sign me up on that. Oh, look, he he uh, he plunged and got zero points. I mean, did you did you win a lot of money, yep. Tom? Did you, I, I was pretty good out there at Cleepin? <laughs> uh, there, there were... Uh, Northwest caliber, but uh, did you I, make I, enough to pay for dinner? Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I won. I won eighty bucks for yeah. Ninth, there we go. Plays. Shout out to Debellas. So. And this oh, yeah. was um, <laughs> this was one of the first tournaments you played in a while without Neil. And I think yeah. the, the verdict was he's a it, huge distraction, and you play better without him. <laughs> that's what that's what we're hearing. It, it was amazing. I must have had fifty <laughs> people come up to me like, "Where is Neil?" <laughs> and I was just like, Neil is dead. 
<laughs> he's at college. Yeah. 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 I'm like, he's in college. He's got to yeah. concentrate on that. It's daddy's turn to reign. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll come back to Indusk. So yeah. what's your next tournament then, Tom, that you have coming up? Uh, I <laughs> Strangely enough, I leave tomorrow morning for Pinball at the Lab. Oh, that's uh, out in California, right? Correct. That's Carl D'Angelo, baby. Yeah, right? Jim Belcito too. Okay, all right. Well, that bit that stream will be good. I can count on that. No, 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 no you, knock on the other streamers. What are you saying? But this was he's saying uh, are, the person that streams all the Fox City stuff at District A Two is just shit. I think that's, that's what Joe's trying what to say. I'm that's, saying. I'm that's just saying. I, I we are spoiled. I didn't stream anything. We we week. are spoiled. There are but there are different tiers of of tournament streams. Some are better than others. But at the end of the day, the fact that a lot of these tournaments are streamed, we are spoiled by that. So when I hear, "Hey, one of you guys are in stream," okay, the kids are in bed, this or that. I just I assume I'm going to be able to pull out the phone, hop on Twitch, Should and find whoever's streaming that, and I'm going to be Should able to be watch. Lucky it. that we go out and stream these yeah. damn tournaments. Yeah, thank your uh, thank your thank your pinball streamer. Next time, <laughs> next time I you're did. at a tournament, thank the person streaming it. I did want to say uh, the the Northwest Pinball Championship, one hell of a game. Like at the end on Congo, I mean that was freaking amazing. Like you had Jim Belcito like killing it, and then you have Kaylee George coming back and killing it. Go back and watch that. It was on uh, what was it Geek Gamer TV? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I'm a little okay. salty too because there was a hoops game in the quarterfinals. That was the most epic hoops game that I can and, remember for a tournament. And it did Escher, Leslie Ruckman, uh, Jim Belcito, and Carl D'Angelo. And they, it was not on stream. I was no. very disappointed by that because Belcito put up $10 million on his last ball to come all the way back in order to, I think that was to advance or is to do something. And Leslie just killed it as well. So, yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of great pinball being played out there. Well, good. Um, is, that, tur- is that enough tournament talk for you, Joel? Or I mean, I, I we can talk about how you didn't come back and defend your 89th place. I position. sure didn't. I sure didn't. <laughs> I'm, you know, I uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned. No, I mentioned it obviously at the beginning was, uh, you know, we had this, we have this dog now, and um, I still have two children, and so me um, finding time to leave the wife, the children, and now a dog at home for me to do what I want to do is. It's hard to it's hard to do. You see what's going so on here, Tom. I am, I am locked in on Pinball Expo, and I'm not going to do anything. Are you in the tournament at to Expo to break that. Uh, I don't. Didn't I jo- wasn't so I remember. It. Didn't Josh Sharp say that he would actually make an exception? He would that allow you could coaching. Get coaching yeah. during Expo. Can I still we, sign up for that? I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, it's you there's can no walk cap. In. Okay, of you can. This, this might happen. This might happen. We'll see. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would stay for Expo. Watch that. I'm not planning on going, but if you do the, that, I would watch it. You would, the would you Expo coach? Format would I coach? Would you, you coach? really want me trying to coach you? Because I would just troll you and say the wrong thing. What were you saying? Has the expo is the expo format I, changed? Yes, yeah, slightly. Like there's qualifying on Wednesday now, and the number of entries I think increased. Is it but, 25 entries in the top 16? get used or something Some, like that. Something I thought like I saw that. somebody post something about that. Mm. Something like that. So there you go, I'll, Joel. I'll have to look into that. But Everybody that's makes finals, in. Joel. Everybody makes finals. 
Well, um, what what are you, what are your opinions on pump and dumps? Like there is not a pump and dump in Wisconsin, and I think there should be. I think Triple Drain's going to have to host a pump and dump. That's what it is. We're going to have to. I see a line of games right behind you there, Tom. It might get a little cramped, there. but we could try. Put them in the garage. But uh, I'm trying to think other tournaments real quick. Oh, UK Open. You want to play yes. that? I'm going to that. I leave on Monday. So today's Thursday night, and I leave Monday for uh, London. Cheerio. Oh, yeah, the UK Pinball Open, right? Yep, our buddy Neil McRae. The one, the only. Joel, what are you looking at it's right now? Are trying you trying to, to buy another questions. dog so you don't have to go to tournaments? <laughs> I was Is trying that... to. We have questions, and I was trying okay. to pull them up. Oh, you're right. We're supposed to answer questions. All right. Yeah, bring I'm it. sorry. I look. I looked. I'm sorry. I looked distracted. No, um, go ahead. The fact that I would be just. Sorry right, I'm not taking away you. from Neil McRae. Neil McRae, I'm, I'm just, glad you're flying. Glad you're flying across country. He's, Neil McRae is going to do an awesome job. He's coming. I'm not to flying across the, the country. I'm flying across the ocean, Joel. Yeah, yeah. UK Open is not in America. Neil McRae is coming to pinball at the lab. He's go, he goes to everything. It's crazy. Is he really? He does not go to everything. He goes to a lot. For a he guy that to... lives across the ocean, he comes to a lot of tournaments in North oh, America. He's got some change. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be exciting. And yes, check that out. That'll be a fun stream to watch. I know the hours will be a little more challenging because that'll be overseas. But um, Neil always puts on a good show. That'll be really interesting to watch. That'll... Pinball at the lab is going to be awesome. Um, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I know Carl said he had like an ear infection or something, so I hope he gets better and can play cause he's, he's awesome to watch. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tournament tournament. There's a lot of tournament fun coming up and I'm looking forward to that. Fun. And yeah, just looking at the date, I mean, it's going to be roughly a month before pinball expo. So hopefully we we can record again before then to kind of do a, what, what about super series? Oh, are you, you going to be at about a, it earlier? When you're super, to is that expo, early October? October? Yeah, it's like mid-October. Nice. But Joel, if you're coming to Expo, are you going to be at the uh, Stern Pro Circuit Finals? To watch? Was, <laughs> are you coming to that? to that? Is that at Josh's house? No, it's it's <laughs> at Interium. It's open to the public. It's oh, that that's Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. I don't know yet when I'm going up, but that could be fun. If you're in if you're in the area, I would I would like to make a, a you know, swing out of the way to say hi to Travis. I'm yeah. playing in the event, Joel. Yes, please. You can you can show can up and play. You. you can even play for me if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's legal, Travis. <laughs> Josh although, making an exception. Although Josh the other okay. competitors might allow it. <laughs> I have well, a wild card right here. You guys are in trouble. We're playing all five games on Venom. Can't Joel, wait. Joel's trying to log into his insider. Account. Yeah, where do I? How do I? How do I bring? Oh, just to clarify that real quick, there was I was listening to the Slam Tail Pinball Podcast. And Mr. Bruce Stone, you need to wait. I need to log in. Yeah, Bruce Nightingale. Um, that's right. That's his lesson. Bruce was complaining. He's like, I think it's dumb because I don't want I don't want to be in a tournament and somebody walk up and log in and and just beat me because they have more experience points. Um, Dwight there's, was quick to point a quick out fix for that. Well, yeah, tournament mode, it doesn't have it, but... Take um, out the damn dongles. That would work, too. But Dwight did say you don't score more points with higher XP. Like, it's not it's not like somebody just logs in and immediately scores more points. But I could see there is a benefit, though, of if I log in, I'm already level to the 10. Grindle. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Huh. You can get further I'm in the game I'm already at quicker. level 30. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> but there All is right. a new setting for it, though, that you can make it to where it's competition until you turn the game off. So no matter what you do, it'll stay in competition. 
Yeah, that's pretty slick. Smart pretty move. Pretty slick. Yep, pretty smart. Um, all right. Questions. questions. Let's do this. Questions. I got to pull it up here. So I'm going to start with Patreon. I'm. Let's just do some quick math. We're at 31 okay. minutes of our second recording, a minute, an hour and 20 of our first. So we're already at an hour 50 <laughs> of recording here. Um, so we probably shouldn't go too much longer. No, but, no. Um, we'll go. We'll go as long as they need. We, the right. people have questions. So we'll Tom's right to to answer. To we're going to start with a very short, easy, simple question here. No. Uh, with the economy the way it is, do we see some pinball companies close their doors in the next two years, yes. year or two? Also, with new pinball mystery companies on the verge of revealing, will there be any market share for them? They're so- screwed. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think kidding. it's answered well. I mean, I I agree. I this is a this is a this is a rough time to to start a brand new pinball company. And unless you come out with a crazy killer theme or a crazy killer remake, it's going to be really hard to get your foot in the door. Um, and yes, do I feel like out of some of the companies that are currently manufacturing games, some of them have kind of struggled the last year or so. And I don't know. I don't know how long you can struggle before your doors get shut. I don't, so I don't know. What was the question again? Is there dealers and distributors that will go or manufacturers? No, this was pinball Manufacturers. Companies. Well, pinball companies could extend. I mean, pinball manufacturers, I think there's a chance, yes, we could potentially lose a pinball manufacturer in the next year or two. I think distributors, like like Travis is hinting at, uh, there's a lot of distributors oh, yeah. out there no that doubt. are stuck on a lot of allocation. And if if you're, all your money's tied up in the pins that you're not selling right now, then you're in trouble. I mean, it's, it's the law of averages of any business. You know, you go through a downswing, not everybody comes out of that. There's going to be people that will tap out. Yeah. They just don't want to mess with it anymore. And that's just the nature of business. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cosner, do you have one favorite piece of clothing pinball related that you wear on a regular basis? Um, I wear this TPN hat a lot because I like the way it fits. Um, I also have a three-quarter sleeve shirt from Electric Battle Arcade that I'm a big fan of. Not to mention every bit of Triple Drain merch. We'll go with that. Travis, you you wear your triple drain hat a lot. I did, and then my son took it from me. So now he <laughs> wears it all the time. <laughs> I need to order another one. Um, I'll plug it for you, Tom. Uh, new Fox Cities logo. There's a new Fox Cities logo out there. So so there's some new Fox Cities merch. So uh, update your merch game. Um, all the people that want to support Fox Cities. Um, Thanks. Thanks, All Joe. right. You're welcome. Um, Tony V, since the arcade nerds are venturing into pinball, why don't you talk about at games, legend pinball, 4k Adams family themed V pin. There's a new, it's a kind of a smaller V pin that was released that is themed after Adams family with a bunch of V pin games on it. Is this visual visual pinballs like porn? It's just not the same. It's just not the same. It's, I well okay. Is, is this it, like a a real product or what is yeah, it? Yeah, this is a real thing you can buy. It's kind of like how really? um yeah Do you I know have to how be eighteen to play it. No, it's on. There's no relationship <laughs> to porn. Um, geez. um, it's kind of like the arcade one ups for arcade games, but this is oh, okay. kind of smaller virtual pins. So, so you can go to Costco. Yeah, it gives you a this. taste of vir- of pinball. But that's my thing. Is I think is it good for the hobby? Probably because I think it's giving people yeah. a taste of pinball. Yeah, I mean, and if they not... enjoy that, they may want to go one further and get a home pin or get a not a home pin, a home edition. Or, or go to maybe... their local bar and play actual yeah. pinball. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I wish I had a legitimate virtual pin 
at my house just so I could load up all kinds of different games and go through the rule sets and stuff like that before tournaments, games that I'm not familiar with. Well, you can do that without having a virtual pin and you just do it in, you know, on your computer or with Xbox. I mean, you're playing with a controller, but you can still learn rule sets that way. I can get any pin on my Xbox? Um, I know you definitely can on PC. The answer is no. PC you can. PC you can? Well, yeah, like visual pinball and all. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, okay, so that was that was Patreon. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Really appreciate that. If you want to support us, uh, check us out Triple Drain at Patreon or on Patreon. Support us that way. It's awesome. Thank you really for supporting that. Joel. <laughs> yeah, thank you for supporting us. Oh, thank anyway, you for I mean getting us. Joel another dog. <laughs> yes. Much appreciated. Yeah. yeah. We have one. Dog food one is not many. cheap, people. It is not cheap. I, I, I no, Joel wanted to do lunch boxes. We could have done like doggy <laughs> chew toys. Joel uh, does not pick up his own dog's excrement. So he hires somebody false. to do that, and you need to support it, that. <laughs> the, the, currently, the excrements are more inside the house than they are outside the house. And I so it is all getting picked up. The maid is, is pissed. <laughs> when I finished my stream yesterday, I looked down. It was 11.55. It was close to midnight, and I got a text from my wife, and it said, the dog has shit everywhere in our bedroom, <laughs> and it is not solid. I need you up here now. So I said, all right, guys. <laughs> yep. I said, it uh, looks like I'm shutting down the stream. And she, uh, two days prior, she had bought a, uh, luckily, like a carpet cleaner vacuum, like one of the liquid ones. And so... I mean that cleaned it right up, but it was it was a. <laughs> Is there a recording of that somewhere then? What on like stream on YouTube? Can you? Yeah, can just you go, go to my last stream and look at the end. That's what I. That's how I ended the <laughs> did stream. You just read it. I, I know yep. what I'm doing tonight. Yep. Uh, well, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't wheel the rig into the bat in the bedroom <laughs> Wait, to show off just, all the landmines. Did she just leave it like that? She. <laughs> That's all she sent me. That's all the text I got. She didn't even try to clean it. Streaming on Facebook. He's like, there's shit everywhere. I went up there and it was rough. It was it was in a bad spot. So I took the dog. Like I'm in bed. He's streaming. Yeah. I can smell it, but I'm not going to worry about no, it. I'm going to wait till he's done. <laughs> you, I, I smelled it as soon as I got to the first level, and this we're talking about a second level. That is where it had. It was. It was. Oh, something so, else. So when is the dog going back? Um, <laughs> I'm wondering. I will tell you that it was just a few days in and my wife sent me a text and she goes, I will admit it. I made a mistake. We probably shouldn't have got this dog at this time. Um, uh, we could return it, but we're not going to get our money back. I'm like, that's not. It's okay. We Think can get about through how this. much carpet we you're going to save. This. Yeah. It, at this point, it's not one of this, your kids. This you is you shall pass, Joel. I know. I know. I know. Um, all right. <laughs> What's your favorite? He's just Deodorant. trying to avoid coming to tournaments, um, Tom. He's not going to get rid of this dog. He's going to act like him. he hates it. But he's going to keep it around. You have to train your dog to go outside. Uh, no. Joel will trying. clean up as much shit as trying. possible to avoid tournament pinball. He will trying. continue to clean uh, up dog shit. Don's Pinball Podcast. <laughs> Why are no pinball manufacturers printing on the undersides of the play field? Uh, I, think, I think Deep Root had done that. Or there's more than one. I see and, it. And I, look how well there's yeah. <laughs> there's value in your assembly, but after that, nobody you don't you don't need it. So <laughs> Did, um, didn't like uh, didn't Gottlieb uh, like they used to put like where the mechs go? Yeah, I could see it's 
it's not a value for the customer. It's a value for your assembly line. And that's... Yeah, I mean, I... Yep. Let's cut some costs somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick here. Are the JJP add-ons for Godfather LE pissing off CE buyers? Yep, we talked about that a little bit. Um, does Zach love his P3 or just not? I don't know. That's a that's a Zach question. <laughs> um, flipping out has one that he got in on trade, and, and Zach's been very vocal about his views on P3 before, so we'll see how that goes. Um, is Venom Pro an empty game compared to the premium? I was expecting that. Or I was expecting it to feel that way, but I don't like, I really, I'm really not, I'm really having a lot of fun with the pro. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the premium being that much better. Um, is the pinball balloon deflating? We kind of already talked about it a little bit. What pins are holding their value? Um, and then what themes, mm-hmm. themes would be an instant buy for each of you if it's released. So our pins, what pins are holding their value? How about that? Um, do we know? I Not think. a lot, I would think. I think ultra rare stuff is. Um, I don't know, Travis. You probably know better. Than Sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, JJP's that game. I don't still even seems think to be really high. I, I mean, mean, it's still it, really high, but I don't think it's yeah. anywhere near. Yeah, what it was. I would six months to a year ago. Right. I would say generally everything is starting to go down. I've even seen Godzilla premiums priced at. Uh, map pricing yeah and you never saw that during yeah. the past couple of years so yeah i think that prices are just generally coming down and everything and the one thing to really keep an eye on is what the used market is going to be i'm seeing pros at around five thousand fifty two hundred right now and i don't remember even seeing it at that price except for when what msrp used to be 58.99 or somewhere right around there where you'd find one for about $800 less. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy because it's $69.99 is the price point for a pro. So when you're seeing some of these used games show up for between $5,000 and $5,500, like, I think a lot of them will settle in at $5,500 too wow. because you see so many going out there. So many so, are going out to breweries. Supply and to, demand. Yep, there's so much supply. It's just, yeah, going to happen. So the other question there, what themes would be an instant buy for each of you if, if released? To me, my I, I my dream theme was Turtles. That's already happened. But Batman the Animated Series would be, if they ever did a Batman the Animated Series version of the game, I'd be all over it. Um, otherwise, I know I'm a big like Blade Runner fan, but I don't know. I don't know how they do that. Mad Max would be one that I think would be an awesome pinball machine. So those are the ones at the top of my list. Um, Tom has rush, so Tom's ready to die a happy man. <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, I got a couple. Like Matrix would be huge. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter, of course. Um, band pin. I'd like to see a Van Halen. Um, yeah. Sure. Superman. And Travis, you're what? Like Mountain Dew, the pin? That would be your <laughs> I would do uh Supreme um, too. Yeah. Supreme <laughs> I would do South Park, Matrix, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that's Monica. Monica's mentioned that. Red Hot Chili Peppers, you're locked in. Doesn't matter. Yeah, if it's a Super LE, I'm totally screwed. I'd be into those. Um, All right, what else do we have? Neil McCray was talking about um, UK Open. We talked about that. Definitely check that out. That'll be streamed on Backhand Pinball on Twitch. Definitely check that. Um, 
Matt McCarthy, games that are not good for competitive play. M- McCarthy. It's McCarty. McCarty. My bad. I he's threw an H in there. A, I think he's a Patreon supporter too. Thanks for an fucking H that up, Joel. I threw an H in there. <laughs> I would like to hear Tom and Travis's thought on what makes a game bad for competition. <clears throat> any mm. any game with a shot that's repeatable fifty times and you can score a bunch of points on it is bad for competition. Yep. Agreed. Something like that. Um, just anything to where. There's scoring imbalances that's just incredibly noticeable. I mean, it's hard to get a pin that's just completely balanced, but we're talking about something that's so egregious that you just completely ignore everything else on a game. And you'll sometimes see that on older games, which is, it's fine. It is what it is. But if you see it on a modern game, then that's no bueno. You don't want to see that. Yeah. Yep, or um, I know, what is it, uh, Police Force, where it's like has the ability to steal another player's score, score right. or player four, <laughs> like the catch-up. or came up you know, recently. Yeah. I think, yeah, Bowden Steven did Bowden, that. yeah. Yep. yeah. There's stuff like that that's it interesting. Was, it was the first time that was ever done at District 82, which is crazy as well. Nice. But it's it's not easy. the easiest thing to do because he has it set so high. you got to hit the ramp like eight times in a row. And, but uh, it's f- yeah, it's enough that they let him play it, right? That it's in the tournament, yeah. like oh. So even though that is kind of a crazy rule, you, it's you just, just feel so it's fair. Enough. I, I mean, okay. it would be nice if if somebody could actually like come up with a new code for that game. I think that game would be fun to play in a tournament, but it's just not. Unless you bastardize the middle ramp and, yeah, you know, take away that scoring option. All right. Um, and that's something that I know when I got into this hobby, realizing there's certain games that are um, like Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, some people just freaking love Indiana Jones and they think it's the greatest game ever made. But I've it never is. seen it. I've never seen it in a tournament, though. And that's because people, it's like it's not a good tournament pin. For some reason, the Williams game. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I think it's fine. No, no. I'm trying Not to think great, of the Stern one as the one that's kind of Stern one's yeah. horrible for tournaments. Well, I was trying to think of a. There was some game that I remember. It's like it's loved by the majority of people, but it's rare that it's in a tournament just because it's not. It's not balanced well, or it's just very one thing like you're saying like yep every player is going to be doing the same tactic it doesn't you know they're ignoring 95 percent of the game they're only going to do one thing the whole time um which isn't very fun but uh speaking of tournament colin's asking have has anybody in a tournament you know with people like swapping out flippers for lightning flippers has anybody ever put banana flippers on a (laughs) on a on a game that shouldn't have banana flippers just to mess with it have you have either of you guys experienced that I have not. Not in a high-level tournament. I've seen it in a home tournament, and it was just it was hilarity ensued. But yeah, not not out in the general public. All right, for you two, one overrated and one underrated game for tournament play. Hmm, hmm. that's a good question. Who asked that one? Uh, Tom. Tom. Was it me? Keck- that's a very good question. Kitty? Kitty. What'd you just say? 
C E C K I T T I. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Let's see. One Check underrated it. and one overrated. I'm so sorry, Tom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to say your last name. That is such a tough question. That's very tough. Well, you think about that while you're thinking about it. Uh, Cohen had asked, do I buy the World Cup Soccer 94, which is 400 miles from my house? Or do I buy a Dirty Harry, which is 40 miles from my house? Both are the same price. Uh, I would say Dirty Harry, personally. I like both games. I just think World Cup Soccer, it's fun for what it is, but... Mm -hmm. Dirty Harry, though it has a lot more nuance. I think a player could appreciate a lot more, if especially if you're only traveling 40 miles for it. It's the same price. Sure. And then the follow-up is, or do I wait for the new Elwin? So I think that's probably the right answer. Well, you didn't the, say that. Part. I know, but I <laughs> wanted you to pick between the two. In that case, you just you just get both you Dirty Harry wait. and World Cup soccer then, and you just wait. Mm. <laughs> the only sell. choice. Well, that's about it. Somebody asked us to talk about toothpaste. You know, I'm a Sensodyne kind of guy now because you know. Hey, wait, no, Mr. Dentist. What? You know, all the, all the, all I, the. I am not all, fielding dentist questions. But all, <laughs> you're making you all know, of I, the toothpaste commercials say nine out of ten dentists recommend. Question, yeah, if you ask me a dentist question, I am, I am on the clock and I am getting paid for it. I just want to hear a recommended toothpaste. That's it. What what a nine out of ten dentists recommend? Work in pinball, I, Tom, and I'm not getting paid right now. I do Colgate Total. Colgate Total. approved. We give out at our office. <laughs> nine right, out whoever of ten asks that, yeah. we're going to invoice them. Yeah, Wayne. For Tom. <laughs> Wayne Seeger, Seeger. That'll be the yeah. last dental Colgate question Total. answer. <laughs> Unless you're paying me for the advice. <laughs> Do you want me to try to get a sponsorship from Colgate for this show? <laughs> Should yeah. be making a All lot right. more money. Well, we're gonna end that. We're gonna. That's we had some really good questions here. Um, All right, I, yeah. I got my underrated and I'm overrated. Ready. Let's ones. hear it. Okay. All right, I think underrated for me would be Black Knight Order Rage. I think in a tournament that it's a lot of fun. It's got risk reward because obviously you gotta you have to hit risky shots just to light modes. Right. And then you got to hit risky shots in order to light your 2x multiplier. So there's certain things that you can do on that game that it's not always safe. So for me, that makes a fun tournament pin. And I wish you could see it a lot more in tournaments. I got used to playing that a lot down in Oklahoma City. And I just remember I played it in finals too at the uh, Northwest Pinball up there in Seattle also. So I think that's a very underrated tournament pin. If somebody wants to get a hold of one, then that's a fun game to play. Overrated, I would say, and I love this game too, but I will probably say it's overrated because it's just played out so much. Probably Attack from Mars. And I say that somebody that would pick it all the time just because it's very much hitting the same shots over and over and over again, just getting the total annihilation, using that just to pick off you know, ships if they're open. And then if you get into your multi-ball and you happen to get a super jackpot, well, then you're all in on multi-ball all day because those jackpots are built up so high. So yeah, I don't know. I'd probably go on a limb and say overrated for tournaments just because it's just played out so darn much, but it's still a lot of fun though. Oh, you guys are going to love this. Underrated Un- rush. Under No, no, no. Un- <laughs> underrated. 
WWE WrestleMania. No. <laughs> what? Everybody hates that fucking game, but I love it because I can kick everybody's ass on it. So therefore, it should be Underrated. used in every tournament. Okay. Um, and then uh, overrated. Everybody's going to hate me for this. Godzilla. Oh, Keith Ooh. went right in at um. Yeah. 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 Sorry, sorry, Keith. And but why? Why? No, no, I'm just, well, one, it's in every tournament. Mm. Like, you can't go to a tournament without it being in. And and second, I just don't like, like, the mini wizard modes. You know, people get in them, and they're so long. So I, I just think the game plays really long. Um, That's why I'm saying that. And is it really, is it just, I, that, I've seen that. I've seen that, that most of the time when Godzilla's on stream, and then it, you well, know you're having it, a long game. And then it's set up, you know, uh, otherwise you have to set it up so brutal that it's not even fun to play. Yeah. So trying to find that balance between how do I make it an appropriate length, but not, but still make the game fun. Yeah. Yep. I'll see you. Okay. But other than that, I mean game's awesome yeah 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 cool what about I, you joel yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know you got, got one turn under your, your belt Cleepin. what game was underrated what game was overrated uh, i mean i'm just gonna ride that that turtles is still an underrated pin you know just it's it's too good it's it's a lot of fun i like seeing it i also really like seeing people play it in tournament because it's very clear to see people that know how to play it and people that don't um, because you're not going to be rewarded points in that game unless you know what you're doing. Um, and that was in, that was in, uh, Cleepin, which I played, uh, that's underrated, overrated. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I just, um, I, uh, yeah, I would, I, I believe it or not. I, I know attack from Mars was, was, I'm pretty sure was in that. I will agree with that because that is a game that I see a lot of, I see it in a lot of tournaments see it played a lot and um i know it's a good game but it's just i i don't know it just seems like the layout is it's easy for people to blow that up and so that's another game that can be very long and very samey so and you know what's hilarious about mm, this joel mm. i am tding an event this weekend for one of my sons he wanted to have his birthday party down oklahoma city and guess what is in the freaking tournament turtles Attack from Mars. Oh, and guess it. who put it in the tournament? You. I did. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. it's reliable, but yeah. Now, now I want to take it out. I think I'm going to take it back. No, I mean, it's a good game. I think it's, I think it's a good game. But, but it's, it's I get it. it just, it's, it's just very much samesies, I guess. But you could technically set up for any game, but I don't know. It just feels like it's just more... More the same, just over and over and over again. I think that's why I like Stranger Things better than Attack from Mars. Because I feel like I'm actually doing different things, even though the layouts are very similar. But at least I feel like I'm playing the modes. I feel like I have a reason to do different things on that pin as opposed to just blindly hit shots. No. And just wait till I get into total annihilation or isolation for that game. But what I think is funny is I I mean at Pinball Expo, um, or not Texas, Texas Pinball Expo. I remember watching that tournament and it's the difference Festival. between the difference between Godzilla when you when you guys were playing that. I mean, I know Travis, you were still in Carl D'Angelo. I forget who the others. Uh, Bowen that's when Karen's. Bowen. That's right. Um, and 
to see you guys play Godzilla and understand how complex that game is and the fact that you guys it's like what are they going to do how they're going to like how's how are you going to adapt to this what strategy are they going to pull and how entertaining that was but then also the very next game taxi where it's very obvious you know what to do but i was still just as entertained because it was very clear what was going to do but can they execute that thing and that's what i think is pretty neat about uh, you know watching tournament play that Two games can be drastically different in their layout, their complexity, the challenges that it presents, but it can still be very entertaining as a as a tournament game. So there we go. Um, those are good questions. Thanks to all that answered that. Please, you know, check out our Facebook page if you want. Normally we post before we're gonna stream, and you guys can obviously comment there. Um, I I feel really bad. I think we had gotten one or two emails over the last month, but I don't have that on my phone, so I don't can't pull those up. So sorry about that. Um, I will say I did get an email. Um, uh, here, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. I will, we will make a post about it. We have a new t-shirt design, um, that will be, uh, we're going to probably put it on our Zazzle (laughs) store just based off what it is. And so I will, we will post that to our social media um, it's a t-shirt design stuff. This is the first time Tom and I are hearing this. I'm telling you right now, it's a t-shirt design that is out there already, but I pulled some strings and we are going to make it public and available to everybody. So what do you mean? It's out there already. There are people that already have it. What? And others are going to be able to get it. I am so confused right now. I am too. Oh, it's great. You guys are going to love it. So people already have merch associated with our podcast and Tom (laughs) and I don't even know about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. Tom, yeah. do you have any uh, pictures from your younger days that you need to tell us about, or like what's going yeah, on here? I, I have no idea what's going on, and yeah, I'm we'll very a post. interested to find out. We'll it's going to be great. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that said, let's plug it up. Uh, Travis, plug away. Uh, yeah, you guys can find me on this podcast as usual, and also too, I do have a video finally dropping to where I'm doing commentary over on the Pinball Company's YouTube channel. I have mm-hmm. a big huge venom game that's dropping it's an hour-long game to where i scored something like 25 30 billion points and we're gonna talk over the game and just go from there so yeah so just my quick, general quick, so this is an hour-long video of you talking through a game of of through venom that you played a full game yeah i think on this one i go through the game twice and I think. during this hour-long video mm-hmm. did your face camera stay on the entire video it did not yeah. So we had to change it. Yeah. I actually had my video on it the whole time. And then when I was do- going through the editing, I was just like, shit, it went out 45 minutes into it. So, oh, at least so it's I ended consistent. Up taking it off. But yeah, it's, just, it's, it's me figuring out how the game plays, just discussing general tactics to everybody. So mm. you want to see the game. If you have like a certain thing that you want to see in it, that would be the video to go see because I'll have it chapters and all that. So that's my one plug I'll do. And then, of course, I'll be selling lunch boxes and apparently t-shirts too with Joel's face. He doesn't know it yet. So yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah, all I yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Travis. Uh, Tom, plug away. Thank you, Joel. Uh, you can find me on this podcast, but you can also find me on Fox City's Pinball where I'm strapped to District 82 until Pinball Expo in Chicago. Yeah. So. Well, Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. And once again, check out his new merch with the new Fox City's logo. 
Um, and yes, my name is Joel. I do the flipping out stream every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on YouTube. Check that out. All of our old streams are on YouTube. So you can see those, um, have a lot of fun with those as well as the flipping out with friends conversations, obviously on this podcast. And then, um, still working on, um, hopefully getting another interview lined up. Um, but I assume we will record again before expo. Hopefully we do. If not, I know I will be there. I know Tom's going to be there and then Travis might make a, make an appearance. But, um, if we happen to not record before that, please come and say hi. Um, we'd love to meet you if, if you want to say hi and, um, yeah, should be a good time. But, uh, yeah, like always, Tom, you get the last words. Joel, your Godzilla topper is on fire.